everybody. Welcome. This is Jump Miles with Chip and Jeff. This is episode number seven, I believe. I'm really not sure. Um, normally we're running. You know, Chip and I, the thing that we love to do more than anything else is run. Right now we're not running. We're in my basement because it's cold out. Chip's getting over a little sickness, right, Chip? Yeah, I had a little bronchitis. A little Feeling bronchitis, better, yeah. But yeah. I had a little, like, headache problem. So we decided that we're going to do an indoor show. It's like indoor kids. You don't get out much, do an exactly. indoor show, right? Um, and a big thing happened in the running community that I want to talk about is cheating. A Recently, a woman got caught cheating uh, in a half marathon, which is almost unheard of. There's no reason to cheat for a half marathon. You're not trying to qualify for anything, right? Right. So when I think of weird sports and I think of weird sports with weird things happening, I think of one go-to person. And who did I say, Chip, who should we get as a guest? The Gregulator. The Gregulator. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you might know him in the Philadelphia area as uh, Greg with two G's, Gethard. Yeah. Greg double G Gethard, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. G-R-E to the double G. Triple G, if you think about Triple it. Triple G. G. Yeah, in a row. Actually, um, four. Quadruple G. If you add my last to- name. Like, total. Oh. Because there's a G at the beginning of Greg. All right, we could do two that. Two at the end, and then another one. You really do have three G's right in a row, though, right in the middle. So it is triple G with that primary G to start out with. Yeah. And you're also known, I mean, obviously a lot of people know Fabergé Greg. Fabergé Greg, yes. Um, and this, the newest incarnation, I believe, is something to do with finances and something to do with a guru, correct? Yeah, financial guru Greg Gethard is my uh, other, my new hit character. It's a hit character. I <laughs> say it's a hit character. Well, no, my friend uh, Liza, Liza Goodell, mm-hmm. who is like the best friggin' person, made a flyer for the show. And it as last check it has like over 250 likes people like it it's a unicorn it's a social media unicorn it's a great great web page header it's a great (laughs) it's a great graphic i can see it on posters i see it on a bus wrap yeah you know what i mean right where you bring people in because you really look like you're a guru and it looks like you really enjoy finances i feel like it would be seen on a billboard somewhere like in la Mm -hmm. but like maybe not la maybe more like like redding pennsylvania yeah something similar Well, well Right, there have been there has been talk like Trenton takes the world make the Trenton <laughs> makes the world takes and then Greg Gethard's uh, financial guru Greg well, Gethard billboard. Well, I'll give you guys a little scoop with the financial guru. Junk Junk Miles loves scoops. Yeah, we I, do. I'm because I'm doing a show in April. Mm-hmm. You may very well see a commercial with the financial guru <laughs> Greg Gethard airing during select Phillies games. Um. Non college N- basketball games, non NCAA tournament <laughs> basketball games, like this, and not even NIT. Like oh, I know, I know. CBI, CBI, right. um, some um, curling tournaments. Yeah, we right. were gonna air them this week. We were gonna, um, but me and my friend Kevin, um, my my buddy Kevin, threw out his back, mm-hmm. so he couldn't film commercials a couple weekends ago. So right. we're gonna be filming hopefully this weekend if all goes well, and and then we're gonna be. I, I have a buddy who works for Comcast and sells ads for Comcast, and I was at a college basketball game with him, mm-hmm. I was, and it was at a LaSalle-Davidson game with him, Sure, and it was on NBC Sportsnet, and I'm like, what's the rating for a game like this? <laughs> and he's like, literally a 0.0. Yeah. No one is watching this game right now. <laughs> and I'm like, like, real, like and he's yeah. like, yeah, like no one watches NBC Sportsnet games. Like, just no one cares about, like, other than there's like 10 college basketball teams people care about, maybe, if that. So, um, so I was like, what's like the ad? How much does it cost to buy an ad? And I, I was thinking it was like a thousand dollars to buy a 30 second ad. It's $30. Oh my God. A 
financial guru ad yeah. followed by yeah f- yeah finding the finding the best value yeah but seriously, why don't we, why doesn't like if every yeah, let's just inundate every comic with yeah I, I have thirty I have thirty dollars in cash right now every comic like if I'm surprised my friend did not let me know this because as soon as I told like I think I told you that before mm-hmm. like every person every comic I've told like why didn't we know about this already we could be making horrible ads for our dumb shows and that would be people would watch the dumb basketball games to be like, oh, it's commercial time it, they'd be excited right? it'd, it'd be, be like the, it'd be the super bowl of basketball yeah. oh my god do you think crazy. my 30 second commercial is a bigger draw than Dayton Flyers basketball <laughs> it's definitely going to be because people yeah. are going to watch it so yeah, let's just say go. the 250 people who like that fantastic visual yeah. on facebook you hit them with another well placed facebook Post. Yeah. Even bump that post. Throw hey. a few dollars and yeah. bump the post. Yep. Yeah. Right? Boost it. Boost yeah. it. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. You throw your throw mm-hmm. your ad dollars in there. Mm-hmm. And it's granular the way you can pick where that's going. Yeah. You yeah. want males thirty five. Yeah, target that. Yeah. 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 Target yeah. the hell out of that. I mean I don't want to use bad words, but yeah. I I think it's warranted. So we have Greg here because you know, we are predominantly a running podcast and Greg, you ran last time you ran was Probably sophomore year of high school. Okay, because you you hurt your um. I tore my both my meniscus ligaments on my on the cross country team. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, was so. it in the same uh, moment that you tore both of them? No, they were separately separate incidents. Okay, because um, um, my I for one just pops my knee just started popping, mm-hmm. and then I was and just started locking. Yeah, yeah, popping like, and break, lo- right? yeah, probably, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, um, well, because my route used to take me around a rec center that me and my friends had to save, <laughs> like, in Beach Street. Of course. So, um, of course. I was popping and locking. No, but, like, my knee, my knee got messed up, and then I didn't go to the doctor or anything about it, and then, like, along the way, my other knee got messed up, and so finally I was like, hey, why don't we, well, I should probably go to a doctor about this. And, and you I, didn't. And then I went to the doctor, and he was like, yeah, these are both, you know, you can have surgery or you can just not exercise. Yeah. So I, I chose the um, sedentary, sedentary life. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. The indoor kid indoor lifestyle. Kid lifestyle. You're, You're very slender. You're, uh, yeah, you probably wouldn't be a funny uh, guy if you – you would just be a, like an overly muscled jock with a yeah. sense of humor. Just yeah. dunking on everybody all the yes, time. I just, just dunk. But here's a funny thing about my cross-country career, as it were. Mm-hmm. We uh, in North Jersey. Were you the uh, South Orange Oranges? What, 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 uh, we what were the it? West Orange Mountaineers. West, uh, yep, West West Orange Mountaineers. Yes. Sure. Yeah, because you know the elevation of Essex County mm-hmm. is so high in the air, <laughs> the four hundred fifty foot high elevation or whatever it is. But we used to run. What does a mountaineer look like? Like, what was your mascot? Uh, our mascot was yeah, actually okay. my friend Steve. Yeah, I think okay. you hold like a musket. Okay. Something like that. We yeah. didn't have a costume, yeah. or else I would have been the costume character. Duh. But my friend Steve was the costume character. Like when they finally made it, and he was a year, t- he was two yeah. years younger than me. Yeah. And he used to smoke cigarettes wearing the mask, like oh, inside the mask. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I would do. I would just do a play on words where it's just like, uh, like the mascot is like a mountain mm-hmm. with giant ears oh, on it. Cute. So it's like, hey, it's mountaineers. Yeah. And they're like, come here, mountaineers. And he comes yeah. out and he does yeah. the thing, like the Hulk Hogan thing where he, where yeah. he puts yeah. his yeah. hand yeah. up yeah. to his yeah. head. Yeah. It's yeah. like, there's yeah. mountaineers. Oh my God. So all of our conference races mm-hmm. were at uh, the campus of Del Barton Prep, yep. which is like beautiful yep. prep school in North Jersey, leafy grounds. But do you remember... Um, 
uh, Flight 103 over Lockerbie, Scotland. Of course I do. I'm very old. Yeah. Yes. So, a lot of, there was, like, kids from Del Barton were on that plane. Oh there was, God. like, some kind of crash trip to England, to Europe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, 20 kids from that school, like, died uh-huh. in the bombing of Flight 103. Sure. So, someone's mom or something at Del Barton was a sculptor. So she made these sculptures of to memorize to commemorize these kids, and they're yeah. like these giant Easter Island size sculptures oh, of no. like renditions of parents finding out their kids have been blown oh, up by God. Libyans. Wow! And our course, you literally zigzagged. Oh. It's like a slalom. It's like a slalom oh. behind these totems. They put cones on top of them. It's yeah. like the saddest driver's ed course oh, ever. They didn't know what they were doing. Oh, uh, it was it was so brutal. I so like, no matter like how good you were feeling during your cross country match, you were also overwhelmed with a case of complete sadness because of yeah. the, the loss. Yeah, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm about to pass this. Right. I'm about to pass this kid from West Milford, mm-hmm. you know, or Lakeland Regional. Oh wait, oh, I, no, I'm, I'm remembering. The, I'm remembering. I'm and very interesting. Wait, so they were actually pictures of the parents, grieving. or they like yeah? From what parents? I remember, I mean grieving. Yeah, it was like a grieving like you would, it'd you be would, like a stone hands like I'll put, I'll look up the photo. Yeah, I, I want to see the photo because it, it would seem like they would want to celebrate the life of the right, young sure. men or That's young women uh, to, to 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 celebrate their life rather than the tragic end. Um, sure. What do you th- okay if 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 something <laughs> happened? To, okay. Yeah. Let's say something terrible happens to us tonight we get we, yep. get, we get stuck down here yep. in the basement and something terrible happens sure it's a possibility uh, where would old house where would they put your statue uh, and oh. what would you be doing in the statue uh, well, oh my god well I'd, mine probably be in my hometown in my hometown I think I showed you Chip there is a 10th uh, in E Street there's a giant Springsteen guitar the guitar right? yes yeah. Yeah. they probably put mine next to that being the second most famous person from Belmar and probably be like, yeah, it'd probably be like just like a really nice bronze of me podcasting, holding the mic. Go I think that computer. would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a good one. What do you yeah. think, Chip? What about you? What do you think you would? Uh... I think it would be in my hometown of mm-hmm. Eagleville, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's a uh, there's a shopping center right now that's that's pretty much defunct. Like there used to be a Kmart, and now it's like a storage locker area. And there used to be a, a Gennardi's supermarket, but that's not there anymore. And there's basically one pizza place and mm-hmm. a nail place, and that's pretty much it. So I think they would just put it in one of the islands in oh, that right. basically yeah. empty yeah. thing. And I... Would you be doing stand-up? But crowd work, maybe? I, Stalking the stage. I think if it was my greatest <laughs> achievement, if they had to pick a j- greatest achievement, this is what it would be. It would be me when I was seven years old mm-hmm. doing the moonwalk for my grandparents and Aww. their friends Aww. because they told me how good of a moonwalker I was the best. and just getting in my head that I thought then for the rest of my life that I was actually good at moonwalking and they never knew but what I was, moonwalking I was, was right? no they're just like oh yeah he's just oh your, your weird grandson's walking backwards and they're like oh you're doing great here's a dollar and I think that was the height of my self-esteem. Yeah, was yeah, I was like yeah. six or seven years old. Yeah, Michael Jackson's Thriller was out. I was like, I'm moonwalking. I'm the best moonwalker. My grandparents and their grandparents f- say so. Yeah, and their yeah, friends yeah. from Pottsville said so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. obviously, <laughs> I must be the best moonwalker. So I think that was my crowning achievement. So yeah. Like yeah. How about yeah. you, Greg? Greg, um, I'm gonna say that I would like a commemorative statue of me, probably placed dead smack in the middle of the ball pit of the Chuck E. Cheese in East Hanover, New Jersey. I worked out one summer. Nice. Okay. Um, just because you guys went with hometown already. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Total cliche, but whatevs. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd probably go with that. Um, 
just um, just because that's how I would like to be remembered. Yeah, is from the time I had I had to respond to a call over the Chuck E. Cheese intercom of Code Brown ball pit. Uh oh, Cold, uh, was Code Code Brown was a brown. Code Brown was diarrhea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. They didn't mess How do you clean that up? Uh, what you do is you hang out with a Filipino gamer kid named Ronnie who will only <laughs> talk to you about Final Fantasy, right. which you don't play. Right. And you take uh, snow shovels and oh, you rake all the balls and play, <laughs> paste them into giant plastic bags, which you then bring out into the parking lot, uh, which also adjoins a gigantic movie theater. Sure. We're and probably where all of your friends are viewing uh <laughs> like independent uh, it was the summer of independence day okay every year right. that was yeah. but no my, my friends weren't watching me in my chuck e cheese um wardrobe hosing off balls but these random guidos i went to high school with sure. did they yeah. saw it they saw it and then took the time took the courtesy to loop back around sure. to throw garbage at me <laughs> right <laughs> right right really, just really thanks, guys. You know, this isn't bad enough. To give you know, anyone who grew up in New Jersey, you've had garbage thrown at you by Guido at least once in your life. It's oh. kind of, no matter what yeah, part of no. Jersey you are. It's I funny. feel like I'm missing out growing up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you didn't wow. have any Guidos really in Pennsylvania, did you? Not not really. Uh, I mean, you had some, but not, not, in my, not in my town. Guidos were just, they're the best. I, I have so many stories. Because the second most popular Guido destination in New Jersey is my hometown. Yeah. Seaside no. Heights, number one. Belmar, Belmar number two. I also also think like, I always associated Belmar. I mean, definitely is Guido Riddle definitely has a problem, but Belmar also has, um, of which I'm, I'm sprung from is um, the North Jersey Irish trash descending upon Belmar to ruin it every oh, St. Patrick's Day. Probably. There was enough Belmar Irish trash to yeah. ruin it, but yeah, they would definitely yeah. come down. Because the thing is, as you know, Chip, in New Jersey, the number one St. Patrick's Day in New Jersey is Newark. Okay. Yeah. Right? And number two is Belmar. Yeah. All right. Belmar has to move their parade to make sure Newark gets as close yeah. to the, the big parade okay. to the date as possible, and we get second pick. Okay, so right. Everybody from Newark does come down to Belmar, yeah. mm -hmm. and a lot of people in Belmar go up to Newark for that parade. Okay, yeah, just yeah. just to make both trips. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, doing both. West Orange, West Orange is a big parade. Yeah, my... Uh, St. Pa Hoboken. My my dad, whole family from Newark, uh, cousins yeah. grew up in West Orange. You know, I've, I know all the, uh, the, 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 the North Jersey hotspots. Yeah, all the big parades. All Tierney's the big parades. Tavern in Montclair, <laughs> Shillelagh Club, West Orange. We have a Shillelagh Club in Belmont. Yeah, it's a, friendly order of the Shillelagh. Yeah. There, it's like, I guess you could also call it like racist club, maybe something yeah. like yes. that. Like just yeah. like yeah. doing the short and friendly mm -hmm. cl club yeah. of Shillelagh. Right. right. Yes. Yeah, I, I would, yeah, I, um, shame club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's take a break, Chip, because normally we take a break when we run. Like, right. A lot of times we we'll take a little <laughs> I'm break. I'm going to be honest, I'm sitting on a couch, I'm a little winded right now. Little winded. winded. Yeah, let's take a break right now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to discuss cheating. All right. discuss cheating during running. This story is amazing, by the way, and how she got caught mm -hmm. is amazing. Greg, you're a reporter. Um, you'll appreciate the reporter who found out how she cheated. It's fantastic. We'll be right back. Junk Miles, episode che uh, seven? That yeah. was episode Chevin. seven. Lucky yeah. number Schleven. Schleven. <laughs> Remember that movie? Lucky number Schleven. Or Chevin. Let's Chev just call it Chevin. Chevin. <laughs> episode Chevin with uh, Liff and Jack.
And we're back, people. Episode number seven, or seven, some people call it Chip and Jeff Junk Miles with guest host Greg, the financial guru, Gethard, with four Gs. And guys, I want to get right into talking. Recently, um, a woman was doing a half marathon down somewhere in Florida. And uh, it's a half marathon, right? And she came in first, and people were like, "Wow, you know, she she did this fast, and she looked great. It didn't she didn't look winded, stuff like that." It's a couple concerns, and um, you know, they're like, "It seems like she might cheat it." But they did some research, and she said, "No, she didn't do it." Right? So one guy, and there's an internet sleuth, and he's, he basically looks for people who cheat in marathons. But he got wind of this. <laughs> The greatest thing that, that the way you can catch most cheaters back to Chip, we talked in earlier episodes about uh, what was it, Mike, Mike Rossi? Rossi, Mike Rossi, name? right? Sure. Greg, the way you get caught is basically they have timing mats at like mile one, mile mm-hmm. six, ten, you know, eighteen, and at the turnaround point, and then you know on the way back, so they, they capture your times. Uh, a lot of small races don't have those mats, and yeah. the way you can see is there's literally photographers everywhere and they get at least eight pictures of people so he got caught a few different ways uh timing mats um he, they didn't find him in any photos so this woman um basically she went up to i think one point and basically cut out two miles yeah she it was all, get, i think it was like a mile and a half mile or so, and a yeah. half, right but there was really no way to prove it until internet sleuth and i believe his name is something derek murphy He's like, let me look at some photos. So he, and she was pretty. So they, you know, a good-looking, healthy woman. So he's looking at all the photos, and he noticed she's wearing a GPS watch. He bought the high-res photo, which is normally fifty bucks. Yeah. Zoomed in, and it said her finish time, which was her finish time, but eleven point two miles instead of thirteen point one. So it actually said on her watch how far she wow. actually ran. Look at Encyclopedia Brown yeah. putting right? that yeah. together. Right. But was this the same one? You tr- heard she tried to cover her. Track. This is oh chip. It gets better, yes. guys. This is and then the this is how I wouldn't say deceitful, devious. I'm gonna call devious. It. Right, <laughs> devious. She was because when other people got caught, like Mike Rossi, they're like, all right, if you ran the 26 miles, you wear a GPS watch, download your data, and just show us, and we'll see. Yeah. And of course, he didn't do that. So she's like, crap. They're gonna ask for my GPS data. You're never gonna guess what she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. So what, what did she do? What, what do you would think? you do if you wanted to have your GPS to show that you ran 13.2 at this pace that would give you that time? I'd go on like on a bike. That's exactly, <laughs> That's what, exactly she did. what you did. Yeah. She went out on a bike and did it to the point where it matched perfectly. Do you think most people would be like, "All right, she did it"? So if they ask for internet sleuth Derek Murphy checked her heart rate based on other heart rates when you're right he goes no this is a bike heart rate the way she was doing this you can only do it on a bike and he goes and then based on the elevations the time of day and all this it was at this time of the day not the time that she ran this is how good this guy is so i so a question i have is who is investigating <laughs> Derek, Derek murphy for being being, kind of a creep. Yeah, like who? Like who, when did? Is he like the ombudsman of yes, like the half marathon community? He's a guy who has a blog. No, he's marathon. He initially uncovered someone cheating a marathon years ago. Was it Rosie Ruiz in the Boston no? It wasn't. Marathon? It wasn't back in '82 at Rosie Ruiz. Yeah, she cheated in two. Rosie Ruiz cheated in the qualifying New York. She came in like 24th. 
where she literally took a subway mm-hmm. and, and, and bypassed. And um, so she qualified for Boston. In Boston, she literally only at mile 24 or 25 just ran out of the crowd and ran to the finish line. Not breaking a sweat, nothing. And they asked her at the end, they're like, why aren't you sweating? Why aren't you? She's like, oh, I felt great this morning. And then, like, after she got caught, she admitted to everything. She got busted for cocaine. Yeah, like yeah. various identity Just, thefts. Yeah, identity fraud, like yeah. all this horrible stuff. And that's usually the rabbit hole that goes down because look look at this Mike Rossi guy. Yeah. Who, oh. if you look at him, yeah. he has his fair share of running. So it's, it's usually not an isolated uh, incident. Greg, you like this Mike Rossi guy. He came – the only reason he got caught – and this is great. It proves if, if you're being an asshole, you're going to get your comeuppance. He oh, wait. Before you start, I'm sorry. Can you tell Greg what his original claim to fame was many years before? Oh, you know that. I, I know what he was. He was like a, on a country, radio country music station, like a host, right? Right. But I think even before that, I believe – and uh, I we can't pull it up right now, but – the um, I believe he was a host of Dancing on Air. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, the 80s. yeah. yeah. yeah the Philadelphia yeah, yeah. Dancer. I think yeah, that was the that's show. It. Yeah, that's uh, Kelly Ripa was yeah, on. Yeah, Kelly Ripa was there, on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was an awesome um, a couple years ago. I was I was gonna go out like somewhere on Saturday, like basketball game or whatever mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Yeah. And then there was a Dancing on Air marathon. And you just, on, yes. it's just like I'm, I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Um, he. I'm eating pita bread. Excuse me. Um. Delicious pita bread, by the way. What he did was he took his kids out of school to go watch him run the Boston Marathon. (laughs) And the teachers just basically sent a a note that just basically said, not a cool move. You're not allowed. You really shouldn't take your kids out. And it was perfunctory. You're supposed to do it, right? It's it's a boilerplate note to cover the school districts, but because it it just says – this is going to be viewed as as a, a, an unexcused yeah, absence. Yeah, no one cares. No one Nobody cares. cares. Yeah, Nobody's going to yeah. do anything. They just have to send this because yeah. if they didn't, they would be held liable because this yeah. kid's not getting their full education. Yeah. But, but Mr. Rossi, being a personality, I think in Bethlehem, PA, he's on like a uh, country station. He made a big stink. He's like, "How dare you? I was running the Boston Marathon. That's very important. It's a historic thing for my kids to enjoy, and I'm mad at you, school district. School district's like, just cool, dude. All right, no big stink." And so people are, like, kind of getting angry at this guy. And when the running community kind of, like, sees that this guy being an asshole, because runners are generally assholes, like marathon runners. They're, a lot of them are the people, competitive ones, type A. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right. So, run, of course, running community gets wind of this. This guy, uh, Derek Murphy, gets wind of this. I spent an inordinate amount of time going over the map of his qualifying race I found out four points where he cheated. I spent like three days. Like, are you a, so you are a poor man's Derek Murphy? Murphy. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm yeah. a poor man's Derek Murphy. Yeah. I'm pretty good at certain things, but I'm in no way the creep level he's at. Anyway, Mike we Ro- should have. By the way, uh, I just want to put it on APB for Derek Murphy. I want oh, yeah. to have Derek Murphy on the podcast sometime. He'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets caught because everybody went through every bit of. The, he was in no photos. Uh, he in one photo he said he didn't wear a GPS watch. <laughs> the only photo they have him at the very end wearing a GPS watch. Yeah. So then he qualifies to do Boston, and he ends up doing like an hour. It took him an hour more than he did for the qualifying. So people are like, "There's no way he he did this race," and he still never admitted to cheating. And he kind of went persona non grata, went under the radar, and then um, 
This past summer, he was arrested at a uh, it was, Kenny Chesney concert. Yeah, I think it was in Camden uh, or so in Philly somewhere. Yeah. And he, he was drinking a little. The police yeah. were asking him to move along out of a spot, and he didn't want to move along. And of yeah. course, all you have to do is move along. I'm Rossi. <laughs> exactly. All he has to do you is... You know who I am. Uh, he could he could have saved himself so much trouble, A, if he would have just moved along with the police, but he had to make a big thing about it, and B, he probably wouldn't have been caught the first time if he didn't make national headlines. Of course. Complaining about the school district uh, sending a boilerplate note yeah. into his, uh, you know, to yeah. about his daughters. Let me before I forget. Let me give you the uh, marathon investigation uh, <laughs> using data to detect and disqualify. It's www.marathoninvestigation.com. <laughs> it, no, Greg, as someone who loves, <laughs> oh, this is my new favorite website. First of all, the blog marathoninvestigation.com, marathon and the guy and the blog is from like a blogger template from maybe yeah. I don't know, fifteen years ago. Yeah. And it's really hard to follow. But I, I honestly, I spent three hours one night where I couldn't sleep reading about everyone he busted. Um, it's just, it's kind of fascinating. Now, could you not, did that, could you not sleep because you have a history of rigging 5K <laughs> in your past and you're worried that, that, that brings Derek up. Murphy is going to go I, back and come, find Coming out. back at you and like, I actually did want to, uh, yeah. I wanted to bring something up tonight and sure. this is okay. Uh, I propose. That you and I, yeah, okay, uh, announce ahead of time mm-hmm. that we are going to run a short race, like let's call it a 5K, mm-hmm. maybe a 10K, and we announce ahead of time on this podcast mm-hmm. and on social media that we are doing such and such a race mm-hmm. and that we are going to cheat. Okay. <laughs> but we're not going to tell anybody how we're going to cheat. Oh, that'd be great. And we want uh, brilliant minds like Derek Murphy yeah, yeah, to... Figure to, to figure out how put the puzzle together, how we cheat. I can I, do that. I don't think I would do it for a, for a half marathon. This would be like no, it's like a bi- a good like, five like a, mile a, a fun run, a fun yeah, <laughs> a fun run raising money for something very serious. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and we we're going to cheat. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Cheat. yeah, that is pretty. I mean, that would be like the like that would be like the third worst show on True TV. <laughs> it would, yeah, yeah. Marathon investigation. Like. Like oh I would watch. I mean, I would watch. I would, would watch that show. <laughs> I probably. It might not last the whole thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, would yeah. watch at least some of it, though. Right. If it, by the way, if it wasn't for the internet, I would be a much worse person than I am. Oh, of course. As far as uh, yeah. uh, internet and, and security cameras, ninety percent <laughs> of the crimes that I don't commit are just because I'm going to get caught. Somehow. Yeah, of course. Re- yeah. Remember those. Uh, Remember Big that? Brother. Big Brother. Big Brother has a purpose. But it works sometimes. A I years, love Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. A couple years ago when uh, <laughs> when uh, those uh, when that, that group of like uh, suburban uh, 20-somethings jumped that uh, gay couple and like yes. beat him oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. was it Fancy's Fan, Fancy Fancy 09? 09, 09, 09 yeah. put that together. Put that together and he like did, yeah. he pulled it all together and, and, and nailed him. It was great. It doesn't take a lot to be great. a sleuth if you know how to use a little, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that brings up the question like what is your favorite cheating story? Not... I don't mean like cheating husband and wife stuff. Right. I mean like someone getting caught, whether in sports or somewhere in the, uh, you know, pop culture, someone getting caught cheating, doing something stupid. I I, I do remember, uh, and you guys might be able to, uh, I feel like when I was in maybe fifth or sixth grade, maybe Mm -hmm. late 80s, early 90s, there was a, uh, there was a big, a couple of big scandals with, with pitchers and using sandpaper and yes. uh, fi- uh, nail files. Nail files. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or I remember the emery board. The emery board. Yeah. And I remember one 
pitcher actually like I feel like he was like an older oh, looking guy. I know exactly. I because this immediately came to my mind. Where right? he so pulls the emery board. Negro, and he, like, it was a Negro brother. It was Joe Negro. Jo- yes, and he like threw it on the ground. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> he like like the umpire like made him check his pockets. He like weaves over. Oh, nothing's in my pocket. <laughs> yes, this thing comes flying and, so high in the air. And like it all. Legitimately, like, the first thing I thought of was that too. I remember like I remember thinking because I didn't know that much about baseball. I didn't know about him, but I was like, oh, he's doing this to be funny because other people did it. And because it was so obvious. Yeah, yeah. It was. And he's in, he's in a stadium and full of people who can see all around him. Well, my thing, one of my favorite baseball cheating moments is probably when um, Bob, Bobby V. Bobby V. got kicked out of the, a Mets game. Bobby Valentine. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, he came, came, came back from the uh, <laughs> Groucho Marx classes. It's like the bet. Like, can you like just what is going through his mind? Because he put on like. A uh-huh. fake mustache with like eye black, which means that he had a fake mustache. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> right now it's time. To kick Always, me out prepared. Of the game. Always prepared. Always yeah. prepared. Get kicked out of a game. I have my my. I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast before, but when I worked in Stanford, Connecticut, uh, right down the street from our studio mm-hmm. was uh, Bobby V's Sports Bar. Oh no. Run by Bobby V, uh, although he was never there, and it was the. Worst sports bar. Of course. It, yeah. the, the turkey burgers literally tasted like vomit. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was like the worst memorabilia on the walls. And it was like pictures of Bobby V with like every Republican candidate oh, for like the last yeah, 30 awesome. years. Naturally. And uh, there was always just. Ambassador Bobby Valentine. Ex- yeah. yeah, he was going to be the ambassador of Japan. Yeah. And uh, there was always one TV that just showed the same. Uh, sports bloopers real uh, over and over sure. again, and it was uh, and the surliest waitresses I have uh, ever seen. Okay, here here's a question. I I know you have the topics, but I brought this up. Oh with yeah, my I friends. love topics. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, you may have seen commercials for Chris Weber's fast break pranks. No. Oh, it's no. all right. So I like Chris Weber. Um, you know, like I love impractical jokers. Sure. Like sure. All man I shit. I think everybody loves impractical and jokers. And whatever, what network is that on True TV? Whatever yeah, it's, it's on, on. True yes. TV. Yes. They have a new show coming out on Mon- um, on Mondays called Chris Weber's Fast Break Pranks. Oh no! Opp- opposite Murphy Brown. <laughs> Monday nights. Yeah. yeah. So it's like like Sacramento King, Fab Five member Chris Weber's hosting some kind of prank show. Okay. Now, that brought to mind, you know, like, I immediately thought of the old Charles Barkley prank video from the 80s. Uh, remind me. When he threw someone through a window? No. Well, that wasn't a prank. That was a that real was thing. just a boring No, wait, yeah. um, the, the kind of the, the greatest prank from it, the most, the no. one I love the most is, uh, there's, like, Charles Barkley, uh, there's, like, a full set of, like, a fine dinner table set up with various, like, trays and, uh, bowls over food. And he'll bring in, say, you know, Manute Ball. <laughs> and then he's like, Manute, pick that up. And Manute, like, picks one up, and there'll be, like, a ham. And they'll pick up the next one. It'll be something else. And then he picks up the third one. Oh, that's Rick Mahorn smiling at him. Right. Oh, like Rick's head? Yeah, yeah it's, no, it's like Rick Mahorn's under the table. Oh, like, hey, Manute. And then Manute Ball, like, flips out, like, flips out, like a, total, a total panic. And as soon as I saw Chris Weber's fast break pranks, you were thinking. I was thinking that, and I was thinking, what modern athletes would you like to see uh, in the Rick Mahorn role, mm-hmm. or the Manute Bull like frightened role? Is Manute Bull dead? Yeah, I believe he yeah. is. And so he yeah, has so a, we can't get Manute again. You might get his head. He has a yeah, yeah. You yeah. could. Yeah. He has a son who's pretty good at basketball, whose name is I kid you not, 
bull bull. Yeah, he's oh, a yeah. bull bull. And he's like 19 feet yeah. tall. And he's, he's like, like eight... he can move. Yeah, he's good. He's like a sophomore in high school. Who would you like to see in the prank show? Like, what, like who has a good enough sense of humor? Well, we, I had a, like a 20, I had like a 40 <laughs> like minute text exchange with various members mm-hmm. of my friends for that. We would want to see the host of the show be Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah, he's sure, great. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then um, ours were like more NBA focused, like mm-hmm. and we went in deep. It's like NBA dorks. Yeah. So I know, um, you know, that's you not your guys' lose world. Me pretty soon, yeah. But I was thinking, like, it, it doesn't even have to be athletes. It could be just regular, like, mm-hmm. C-list celebrities you'd find on a prank show, like who were involved at the NBA All Star Celebrity Game. Exactly. Like Michael Rappaport. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would probably be contacting his agent right now to do it if that was? Yeah. I'd like to see. And who's the who's the host of the show? Uh, Chris Webber. Chris Webber. Or my version is Joel Embiid, but yeah. Chris Webber. It's Chris Webber. How about like Charles Osgood from Sunday Morning? That, that yes, fun, right? He yes, just seems Charles, like a fun yeah. basketball type guy. Well, if we keep yeah. it as yeah, in the sports realm, well, uh, what what about like somebody like Smarty Jones? Like they try they try to trick a horse. No, they just try <laughs> to trick the horse. Try, try, can you out? Um, they're like feed them. Out, they're like feed them apples, apples, and then they give them like a wax apple. Can like, you out smart an animal? Are you smarter than an animal? That should be a show we pitch. I would love just to see Smarty Jones. Come on any show where you're expecting just a human to walk in. They're like, yeah. oh, guess who's coming in next? And he comes in at like like a half gallop, and he's just knocking crap over. Yeah, yeah. And they're barely containing him. Yeah. Do you remember that one, like, Belmont Stakes or whatever it was, where um, the horse who was supposed <laughs> to... remember who, a Belmont Stakes? Yeah. No, like, the horse was going to win the Triple Crown, Okay. and then it broke its leg in the middle of the race, and they oh, had to no. put it down. Oh, yes. Yeah, it happened like two years ago, right? Yeah, it happened like a few years ago, because me and Alana, we were at a Phillies game, and we got there, like, for some reason, like, way too early for the Phillies game, and they were showing it on the scoreboard, uh, and all of a sudden, like, like they're doing, like, the play-by-play with it, and, and there's, like, all kids, like, running. It was, like, I still don't the believe. most tragic, <laughs> I terrifying. still don't believe if a horse breaks is, like, in today's society, you have to have shoot. to shoot it. I, you dogs, can't. how many three-legged dogs? Yeah. Or like just put a bionic, put a yeah, like I don't know, some sort of like pole. At least not piece. right there on the track. Not on the track, but like at a like a pull stick and yeah. just kind of yeah, yeah, like around, a broom. Right? And why broom. are they like? Don't they have like a, like a euthanasia? Yeah, like how they, you know, like right something you, that yeah, they put you, them to sleep. To like yeah, shoot you only, like, an animal literally right in the head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and if, when they do that, I, I hate that the person does it says, Take that. And that <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah. and like, that yeah, it just <laughs> seems like wrong and they get all excited to say that. I'm gonna tell you this thing I found cheating. I tweeted like two years ago about um the Tour de France, which I really don't like, the bike race. And I said, I think I I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure the guy with the motor attached to the back of his bike's gonna do very well. Right. You know, <laughs> whatever. Do you know People are getting caught cheating now. There's motors in built into frames. Really? A 19-year-old Belgian cyclist got caught cheating at the World Championships after racing a bike that had a motor hidden in the frame. Belgian (laughs) (laughs) reported there were electrical cables seemed to be coming out of the bike. And her defense was, oh... My bike broke. This was a prototype bike I bought. I borrowed from a friend, a team member. That they were, uh, they had a motor in it for some reason. But the, and then uh. there was a whole expose on 60 Minutes. Picture the balls it would take to just be like, 
we're going to cheat on a on a in a sport that it's almost impossible to cheat at, but we're going to do it. Well, we're we're going to build yeah. a motor so tiny that we'll get that extra boost when yeah. needed. Isn't that amazing that yeah. an industry is around like would do that? Do a couple extra laps. That's all I gotta say. If you're gonna put the time and effort into it, you might as well just get better. Wow, that's great cheating, though. I mean, that it, well, you it takes scientists to help you out. I mean, it's yeah. like you know, treating with drugs, cheating yeah. with drugs. You have like doctors and pharmacologists doing. That. Well, and I'm gonna be honest, and this is embarrassing. I don't know if we want to get too personal, but I was actually caught cheating on a bike race one time for a very for the same thing same for, thing. You for the motorized a fan. And, but and do you know how I got? Do you know how I got caught? No, I don't. I didn't think they would catch me. I was in the back of the pack because yeah. you know there's like 50 people in the race. Uh, I got caught at the starting line. Uh, they saw me pulling the uh, pull cord. On. Oh, I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. So you used a lawnmower. I, I had to. I had to keep priming oh, it, right, and really right, pulling, right. and uh, and they. I mean, they, yeah. they caught me right. That away. happens. Yeah, yeah, and and good. I'm glad you got disqualified. I learned a lesson. Could you tell me if this was cheating? This event for my past. Okay. Yeah. This will be good. Yes. yes. I'm gonna say yes. By the way, uh, raise your hand, and I know we can't see it at home. Raise your hand if you've ever got caught cheating. On a televised, uh, <laughs> on, on, a, on a televised. It's been I don't know twenty four hours since the last time I had to inform people about how I cheated on where in the world is Carmen San Diego. <laughs> you don't you do not have to get into it. No, but, but for those at home, if you don't mind, uh, you can always look up Greg Gethard, uh, Carmen San Diego. Yeah. One of my favorites. One of my favorite stories. You can't time. see me cheating. No, yeah, the true. cheating is edited out of the show. But you really did cheat. I got caught cheating. 100% got caught oh, I cheating. I didn't know that. I know you were on the show. I know you did like a rap or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, dance. I got caught cheating. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awesome. I was in eighth grade. And um, in the final round, part of the first round, I really wanted to beat the kid, like the one kid I was competing with. Yeah, kid was a jerk. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's actually like, he's reached out to me on Facebook. He's like the nicest guy. Yeah, but back then. Totally. Way better human being than me. Right. So. Um, you blocked him. I had to. Um, <laughs> He got the answer right, and yeah. we wagered points in the final question. So he and he went before me. He, he picked uh, Boston was one of the three multiple choices, and, mm-hmm. and that was the right one. He picked Boston, and the multiple choice placard I selected was for Nork, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I know it says Nork. Greg, what's your answer? No, it says Nork. Yeah, hold it over my head. Boston. Oh, with this full enthusiasm and like the whole studio went dead and everyone's like no Greg you're so and then I made myself cry to get out of it <laughs> I'm like I'm just on Airbnb TV of course the answer's Boston of course the answer's and uh, my parents were in the in like the back room watching with his parents and his parents were like that kid's cheating and my parents like defending my honor. Oh my god! And I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't. Couldn't tell my mom. I did that until like high school. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? I'm like, maybe even college. I didn't tell her, but um, I had enough points to go on to the next round for my triumphant victory. Right, and but you had bigger cheating plans for that round, right? Yeah, I wish I could. Yeah, man. yeah. I would have been able to win a trip anywhere in the United States. Wow. Where would you have gone? Um, I. First, you could go anywhere you wanted, but they made you put down an answer that was not Disney World, right? Because yeah. everyone's just gonna put just Disney, say Disney World. World. Everyone's yeah. gonna say Disney World. Yeah. So I put like I think I put Chicago or mm-hmm. just some random place yeah. that came to mind. But you're going to Disney World, yeah? And I don't even think they gave you that trip. They just gave you cash equivalent of a trip, kind right? Of thing or however it worked. Mm-hmm. I want a trip to Disney World. Did you? Yes, I yeah. had a half court shot of the Sixers game. Did you really? I no. Wow. How did you cheat? I did not cheat. I am, as they say, not a good basketball player. I am a bit of a hack. Uh, 
I it was my wife's second date. I took her on. We got we worked at the same company. Guys like, hey, you, I have a floor seats for Sixers game, and they were horrible. Early nineties, mid nineties. Hershey Hawkins. Oh no, it was Mike Jaminski. They uh, actually know who they had? Sean Bradley. Oh, oh big Sean. Yeah. I have a Sean Bradley fan club T-shirt. Do you really? Yeah. I had a. Uh, a I got it at the Pinsaukin Mart. Yeah, I um. What you call it? You know, you buy programs back right. then. You buy programs, sit down, and uh, I bought a program. And inside was a yellow ticket saying you had the chance to make a half court shot. And I'm like, wow! And Kelly's like, do it, do it. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to do it. The kid next to me was like with his dad. He's in all basketball gear. I had jeans and boots, and yeah, you know. And I'm like, kid, you want to do it? And the kid goes, uh, uh, uh. Kelly goes, just try it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go walk out on the court. I'm the second guy to go. First person goes up and just like throws it. Blah blah yeah. blah. But as I'm walking out there, the guy who was a head of promotions for Sixers went to college with me. He's a year older. He's like, Jeff, I'm like, Chuck. I'm like, what do I do? He goes, aim for the clock above the backboard. Everybody either under, you know, doesn't really yeah. just whip it. I'm like, all right. So I go up. and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. So I'm just going to try to look cool. So I literally walked up, took one dribble, put the ball to my chest. Yeah. And just flung it. And as soon as I flung it, I turned around and gave the all net sign no I walked back without looking then all of a sudden I hear Whoa, and right at the end I look and an all net goes in and all I see underneath the basket where we had our floor seats is Kelly jump up and go yay and I'm like oh my god so as I'm walking back to my seat <laughs> I'm getting the crap beaten out of me by everybody high five yeah is that TV you ever recorded there's no they did not record the halftime uh, of this special I reached out to like everybody yeah. and they're like sorry sorry and of course there's no phones back then we literally, I mean, we left early. We're driving home. Like, whose house can we stop? We stopped at my friend Ed, who we worked with, who was like lived in Philly. Woke him up, called my parents, or calling everybody. And I'm like, I just had a half court shot. You know, I don't believe. You. But I want a trip to Florida. Got a car. All you know. Did you take your wife with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we were just. That's the dating. greatest second date story I've ever. Oh, it's heard. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, and you know, she thought That's it was the a only job. the only second date story oh, I've ever God. heard. But it was such. As I'm walking back to my seat, dude, 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 and then this one like two total like basketball guys said behind me. One guy just puts his like giant hand and he goes, "Come on, be honest. Like you, you're a baller, right? You just didn't get lucky." I'm like, "I'm like, I play a little." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. So that was my uh, claim to fame. Yeah. Oh, That's man. awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, let's take a break because um, we're we're going a little long here. We have a lot of topics, but we know what we're gonna do in this break. What are we gonna we're do? Gonna play a song. Let's do it. What song should we play? What band should we play? Do you think? Uh, can we can we play? Uh, can, can we? We're looking at you, Greg. Um, well, I I don't have the song. Doesn't on matter. Me. We don't need the song on. Okay. Right now. Um, we're gonna be playing uh, Hiccup, I believe. Is that the song you want to? Yeah, yeah. We're, yes. the band Hiccup, and uh, we're gonna play the song Neverwhere, which I heard, and I think my first response was, "This is in my wheelhouse of yeah. everything I like." This is it. Yeah. This is it. It's. And uh, uh, who is this person, Greg? Uh, well, Hiccup is a band of three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lead singer is, uh, is the lead singer is actually Mike Rossi. Mike Rossi, uh, Mike Rossi, from, uh, and Derek <laughs> Murphy. <laughs> yeah. uh, the marathon they, they patch things the up. Marathon, since. It's a band called the Marathon Investigators, <laughs> which is actually an amazing good, name for a band. Pretty good band name. I'll add that uh, to my list. No, the band Hiccup. The lead singer is Hallie Boulay, who is my sister-in-law. Nice. And uh, one of the members of the band is Alex Klutz, who is on. The Chris Gethard Show, mm-hmm. along with my sister-in-law, they're in the house band together, mm-hmm. and that's how they met, actually. I think that's how they met. Is there a house band name? Uh, the that? LLC. Oh, the, the LLC. I band. like that. Limited liability. And uh, the third member of the band, uh, his name is Pial, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, when they recorded the album, the upcoming album, they stayed at our house that weekend. Oh, very oh, nice. Great. They recorded yeah. in Philly area? Uh, they, yeah, they recorded it in Delco somewhere in oh. a garage. Okay. Wow. And like a store, like a storage center. Really? Someone rented out to become a recording studio. And wow. I think the guy who recorded it was in that band Swearin'. Swearin' is a great band. Yeah. Yeah. Great band. My yeah. cousin Mike Dunn, who also listens to the podcast, and he went to your show in Boston, Chip. Yes, that I wish Mike I would have met him. Yes. Yeah. He got me into swearing, got me into Hop Along, Waxahachi. Waxahachi. Yeah, like yeah. all the, the same same kind of like genre that yeah. I would say Hiccup's in. Okay. Um, so we're going to play that. Uh, we're going to play uh, Neverwhere, coming at you right now. Junk Miles, Episode 7 with Chip, Jeff, and the Gregulator. Can we still call you the Gregulator? It, I don't care. You don't care. I think it's fun. Do you like calling him the Gregulator? I love it. I it's think your it's favorite wonderful. name to call him? There are people... So, there's no... The genesis of my nickname being mm-hmm. called that. It's just... I was in... Um, a, a Genesis cover band. I was in a Genesis cover band called... Uh, called uh, Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> so, anyway, anyways, no... We were just driving around, me and, and my friends in high school, like a week before college um, started, and Regulate was a song, yep. like on the radio, and we were obsessed with that song, and I can't remember if it was like, I came up with it, or one of my friends came up with it in the car, but in the beginning when they're like, Regulator! Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean, earn your keep. 
Regulators! Mount up. <laughs> I was just like, one of us is just like, Gregulator! And it yes. just stuck. And then, um, that's a pretty good origin story. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's legitimately how it came that's up. One of us is just like, Gregulator! I think it, I want to say it was me, but I don't know for sure. And then I started, um, when I went to college, just kind of said it to someone as like a lark. And it just kind of, all of a sudden, the whole 3,000 person campus at LaSalle University who you all know by six months into your freshman year yeah. you know everyone, everyone. You know yeah because you St. Joe's is same, same, literal same exact college as LaSalle yeah, exactly yeah and uh, everyone knew my name as Greggy Later people actually thought my last name was you later <laughs> that's great Chip do you ever have a nickname never had a nickname did you try to get one uh, well, see I already said Chip so that's yeah, just, it just stuck and, yeah I never how about you uh, when I went to college Spicoli I had longer. I oh, kind of looked like yeah, a yeah. I looked a lot more like Sean Penn. I had longer hair, and I was like from the beach, and I had all like surf yeah, clothes. Yeah. So I was in lunch. I literally knew one other person when I went to college, and I had made a new friend, Jim McGarry. And there's a bunch of girls behind me in line for lunch. And the lunch lady goes, Oh my God, look who's here. It's a celebrity. It's Jeff Spicoli. And, the <laughs> oh, other, and, then, the other, and then the other woman goes, Spicoli's getting some lunch. And all of a sudden, like, everybody's like, Check out Jeff Spicoli. And, and McGarry's like, Oh, you are so Spicoli. And, like, the girls who are kind of cute and stuff like that, they're just, like, laughing. Like, I hope they're laughing because it's cute and not and because they're not just like, mocking that. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of it stuck for, for many years. So yeah. here, here's a story along those lines. This might have been the single meanest thing <laughs> I've ever said to someone. Uh-oh. Um, was uh, in college, I was in the food court, and uh, I was in the dining hall, and uh, I was a, going to become a senior. I lived down here that summer, and I heard the dining hall was open, so I decided to go to get free food mm-hmm. and sneak in. So, like, it was freshmen had moved in. Right. It was freshman move-in weekend. And this, like, freshman, like, comes up to me. He's in front of these girls. And he's like, do you know who you look like? I swear, you look exactly like this person. And I'm like, you know, and anytime you hear that, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't say right. And I'm like, who? And he's like, Ben Folds. So, I'm like, all right, A, normal person, B, yeah. I don't think I look anything no, like really Ben Folds. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> my response was, I just pause and let that sink in, and then I say to this freshman, oh, he's in college, probably his first yeah. eight hours in college, he's with two girls, and my response to him is, you're sexually attracted to me, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid, no, I mean, no, and he just runs away. And what do you think is meaner? Like that? That's pretty mean. Or this is I was, I, I had a uh, uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero shirt, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Dylan uh, was the one, and he was like making this like surf pose, like sure. kind of thing. Yeah. And me and a few of my friends, for some, I have no idea what possible reason, but we were at Franklin Mills Mall, and we're walking, we're in the food court, and this girl like comes up to me, is like, "Hey, nice shirt." And tries to give me a high five. Oh, yeah. And my response to this person is, "I am not touching you." <laughs> that's uh, that's a nice. I, I do I do enjoy that. Yeah. 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 I am not touching you. And she just like, like looked at me you, like but, utter uh, disgust. Do you think wearing that shirt, you're gonna get a lot of people who are gonna be like, "Yeah, and come on and get in the spirit of it." You just want to know part of like the the spirit of 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 nine oh two nine oh no. 
No, like I mean, I'm fine with the spirit. Yeah. I just for whatever reason, you're you're a very very serious germaphobe, and you just do not want to touch any other human. I mean, I kind of am a germaphobe, yeah. but it wasn't like that. It was just more just I just felt like being mean to a stranger. Yeah, honestly, just to be honest, being mean to a stranger. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. I got a uh, got a topic. This is um, what are those stories, Chip? Where, you know, we're a running podcast. We talk about running. There's a running story that turns into like a sad story. Starts okay. out good. All right. So like, it was January. You know, I was I had a, a rough January. I had some like had brain problems, and you know things are fine now. But I went for a run. It was like forty five degrees midday, Forbidden Drive. Okay, I'm going along yep. Forbidden Drive. It's just beautiful, nice Love white trails. Forbidden Drive. We and, still not have run for Forbidden yeah, Drive. Yeah, we need yet. to do that. Yeah. We need to do. Yeah. So I get all the way to the end, and I'm like, "This is beautiful. I'm going to run back, but I'm going to run on the other side, the trail side. Oh, uh, sure. harder. S- super hard, but." I literally at one point, it was like mile nine on the way back, hopping over creeks, I'm running upstairs, and I'm like, I feel alive. I just feel so good. Yeah. And I, it literally is just one of those, like, really, I think I said the word earlier, it's this cathartic moment where I was like, this is what running is all about. I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day, and I'm just loving life. Look at you, Bill Bryson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, seriously. And, I, you know, I'll throw out big words. I don't care. I mean, that's just the kind of guy I am. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes, so I, mean, I don't mean to be, you know, like fawning or like that when I say that you guys also knew big words you're very smart we do thank you very yeah, yeah. very um, but so I get to the end of the run it's like mile 16 there's only one big word I know yeah globalist Globe. wow <laughs> that's a nice one so Chip you know when you're when you're done a long run I really had nothing left it was it. the temperature yeah. dipped below 40 about 35 yeah yeah mile 16 16.2 as I remember I'm like that was a good run that was a good long run I go to my car and I am parked a hundred yards up Kelly Drive and Falls Bridge. You yeah, know, I Kelly know. Drive, Falls yeah, you go hundred yards up. There's a little parking lot. I know exactly where your neighborhood. Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. your neighborhood. I park there all the time. Yep. So I get back to my car and I'm like, there's three other cars there, and it's about four, three o'clock, and I'm like, look at all the glass there, and I look up, my passenger side window is smashed. Uh. So this is when it all just came crashing down. I'm like, fuck. All right. What did he steal? So I'm like, I had my running bag in there. I had my good sneakers. Where are my trail sneakers? Mm-hmm. I had my good sneakers in there. One of my marathon shirts. One of my Philly prized marathon shirts. Yeah. Uh, prized hoodie that I love. Oh, that's the worst. Prized sweatpants and a bunch of all my other running gear. Our, our podcasting microphone was in there, right? I get home and I How realize, are we recording this right now? This is a different microphone. Okay. Right? I wanted to make sure we're this still is recording. My mobile. Oh, yeah, we're definitely we're recording. Not, no, we're this not is actually going out into the airwaves. Do you okay. think yeah. the guy behind the podcast Trunk Styles, the new uh, <laughs> the new hit podcast Trunk Styles, might uh, you might be on him? It, it, might be, it might be a rival podcasting thing. But then the, the next day I realized, well, at least when I get my work bag, I'm like, fuck, my work bag was in the car. Uh, iPad. No. A uh, bunch of other stuff, books I had, work stuff. So, you know, like everything stolen, window dash. Problem was, as I was driving to get there, I'm like, oh, I have like an ounce of gas left. Yeah. I'll get gas after. Yeah. So, yeah. the gas station's right over there, and then I can go get some drinks, get gas, everything. Right. So, I have no gas in my car, no wallet. They stole my wallet. Uh-huh. So, I had my phone, which had... 3% left. Right, because you've been running. Because I was running. Months. So I literally, the 3% left, I just text Kelly, car broken into, cancel all credit cards, and that was all I could do. Yeah. Then I'm like, shit, 1% <laughs> left, call the police. I'm like, 
car broken into falls, blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, all right, we'll send the car out. So I have my window down, no gas, and it dropped to about 30 degrees. Uh, and I have nothing but and my shirt. Shirt, yeah. I, I just normally wear a shirt, shorts, always shorts, no yeah, pants. Yeah. I have very sexy legs. You I do. Don't, you I, do. I, I, I don't I, want it to pry anyone. Greg lion. and I, Greg right, and I always right. talk about this. Jeff yeah. Legs Lion. We, call you, we actually call you the, we call you the legulator. A lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. And let me just yeah, ask you yeah, a question yeah. with the. Now, if it's anything with my experience in a uh, spousal relationship, husband-wife, sending an abrupt text that cannot be unanswered involving cancel all credit cards... Yeah, it was... I, must have gone over well. It didn't go over great. She, <laughs> poor Kelly was just getting the girl's ears pierced. Great day. Yeah. I was literally paying for it. And then saw, like... But I did say car broken into cancel all credit cards. So she knew something was up. Yeah, yeah. So she got home, started the process... The thing was, I waited an hour and 15 minutes for the cops, and I'm literally freezing. Yeah. Can't turn on the car to get heat because I have no because, gas. Right. Right? Uh. So I'm like, hour 15, I'm like, I got to go home because I have to go cancel credit cards if Kelly didn't get she this She can't message. get that, yeah. So I literally drive home on fumes. I literally pull in. You can see, like, fumes coming out of my car. Run in. I'm glad to know that even though I live within a quarter mile of where you were. Yeah. You think so little of me not to reach out to me. I didn't know. I honestly, oh, yeah, 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 I didn't know yeah. what to do. I just wanted to get yeah, home. No, I know what you mean. And like, I get in, and you know, Kelly's calling one. I call, call American Express. They're great. Yeah, someone uh, literally a half hour ago tried to charge twelve hundred dollars worth of stuff at Home Depot. We said no way, based on your history. I'm like. Thank you, American Express. They're super helpful. Yeah. My other car, Capital One, they're like, oh, yeah, we have a record. You just Did you buy something at uh, Home Depot for $1,200? I'm like, oh, uh, no, I just told you my credit cards were stolen. And they're like, oh, that wasn't you? I'm like, no. No. First of all, I've never bought anything for $1,200. Right. I am, yeah. don't have a lot of money. Yeah. You look at my history. So, I, you know, when you get your wallet stolen yeah, and when you get your, like, car broken into Every day for that week, you discover a new thing that's gone. That's gone yeah. that you don't have. Wow! And I was joking, like on day two, I felt like a spy who got burned, like a burn notice. <laughs> right. Right. Like I had no money, no anything, and I'm walking around, and I'm like, "This sucks." But I'll tell you what, like, it's easier to get stuff. Like my bank, PNC, Little Shop, PNC. Yeah. They're like. They got me two new cards in like an hour when I got there. Really? Hooked me up right away. I work at Penn. I got a new ID and a new building pass within an hour. Like everybody's like, no problem. Everybody wants to help. Yeah, me. You know what that's I mean? great. So yeah. that was great. But it's just like, oh, the Division of Motor Vehicles, they're paying the ass? Not really. I just said, hey, I lost my license. We have your license on file. Pay $30. We'll send you a new photo, one in the mail. Got yeah. It. Print one out while you wait. That's but great. But it's just like, you know, dealing with But it's with such a hassle. Took three and a half weeks just to get my window fixed at uh, a body shop. You know? well, uh, now, so, and did the police ever come? Never came, never... nothing. But here's here's my running tip, guys. And people say this all the time, and I should have known. They're like, just don't leave your stuff in the car where you anywhere where you run. Yeah. I was emboldened because, brazen, I would even say. I yeah. was brazen. Yeah. Right? Because I've been down there for 10 plus years. Every Sunday, I park down there and mm -hmm. I run. Never the problem. Chip, you know, it's the car is a foot from the path. Yeah, yeah. So this sm smashing grab. And, and you're right on Kelly Drive. It's a huge, huge, very well populated yeah. intersection. Well, I had a lot of time. You're I, not the one who's brazen, my friends. These yeah. criminals are brazen. Yeah, I'm like too brazen. Yeah, if I can use the big word, brazen. Yeah. Brazen? Yeah. Yeah. This is why criminals need to die. Yeah, yeah. I would say, like, I'm not a death penalty guy. Are you taking a... 
Are you st stance right now? Are you? I'm taking a you, hard stance against crime. Do you want to make an announcement about an upcoming uh, uh, campaign that you're going to run for? I feel like this would be the oh, moment where you take a hard stance on crime. crime. I, Greg Gethard, am going to be hard on crime, which is why I am running to be the state representative, not even state senator, state representative for whatever district <laughs> I actually live in. I'll be taking on whoever is that person <laughs> who who runs my district. I don't even know his name. It could even be her name. For yeah, all I right. Know. Yeah. It's yeah. But, so my, my, I'm coming for you. My my tip is basically if you're in the city, even anywhere where you park, lock all your stuff in the trunk. Don't have anything valuable out there. And and and, and a funny thing was, um, I think my my friend John Hoy. I can, I can never pronounce John, John Hoy. John Hoy. Yeah. 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 Um, I said uh, they even took my one CD I had my son bought CD. Uh, and then John yeah. said he knew what one, right? He said, "Was it Trace?" And I said, "It was. It was gone. With, uh, I'm without a trace. Without a trace. Right. Yeah, yeah, you are without sad. a trace, literally." And that's you know. So, yeah. So, so basically, guys, be careful out there. Don't steal. So, my question to you: Be careful I, where you leave your alt country CDs. That's yeah. it. This obviously, yeah. the thieves were probably alt country fans. You Absolutely, know what I mean? yeah. Getting, like they, they're probably pulling up the cars, being like, "Is that an old '97?" No, there's yeah. no '97s <laughs> in there. Is that, a, uh, is that a Ryan Adams? Is that a whiskey, right, right. whiskey town? Right, right. Whiskey yeah. town. Yeah. They're like, well, "It's a new Ryan Adams. It's not like yeah, whiskey." Nah, yeah, no, like we don't whatever. need that. I won't crack this window. Yeah, yeah, right. So it was. The old country bandits have been just going crazy. Like they're they're all over Philly. So please be careful. Uh, yeah. What is something as a prized possession that you've had stolen? Oh, right, right. Think about that. Oh, hey, can we can we take a break? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and we think about that. Yeah, I have one. I know my answer right now. I'm still will crush a. All right, why don't we take a break? Yeah, let's let's take a break, and I got to think about this. Yep. Oh, we'll be right back. This is episode Chevin of, <laughs> uh, of Chip and Left's uh, running spectacular. And we're back, Chunk Miles, episode seven. Gregulator, the Chippinator, the Jeffolator. Jeff, the leg, the leg, leg, the legulator, legulator, legulator lines. Guys, we were just, <laughs> uh, we were just talking. We're talking shop. Yeah, we are. While, yeah. While we were off, uh, we were getting some food, some uh, hydrating, like as we do during runs. Chip was stretching. I saw Greg actually stretching his legs that he doesn't really use for running, but he's still stretching, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I got the uh, V sit reach, uh, and the mm -hmm. I'm t I'm taking on um, kids at uh, Lower Marion Middle School nice. in uh, yeah. V sit reach Presidential Fitness Challenge. You can climb the net pretty well. If nothing else, you look limber. Yeah. <laughs> life, life. Yeah. Is I could be. I could do the V sit. V sit. I could qualify, but not for like the presidential, like the. Junior version, yeah, the right. vice, like the vice, vice president, president. Vice yeah, 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 and then, um, but nothing else. I couldn't okay. get anything like shuttle run, yeah. chin ups. The Vsit reach was actually my worst. That was my my worst yeah. one. Yeah, well, I'm better than you. Now, you know you are. I, I've always. Hey, you know what? I want to back uh, backtrack. I never gave the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I got to give uh, hiccups. Uh, if you want to go more about hiccup, hiccup .bandcap .bandcamp com and Bandcamp is the best. It really is. If you ever want to find out about new band? Find their band camp, you play all their songs, you buy their music cheap, download it, blah, blah, blah. So definitely check out Hiccup. Um, I left you guys with a, like, a, what, it's not a teaser, it's like a hang, you know. A cliffhanger. I, cliffhanger. Yep. Where I said, uh, things that were stolen from you mm -hmm. that you still cannot get over. We will go Chip first. Chip, what was stolen from a young Chip Chantry? Right. Yeah. I was <clears throat> I was trying to think of something good, and uh, I, I, I have to say, knock on wood, 
I'm a very lucky person. I don't think I've been uh, burgled. No, no burgled. Uh, very, very often. Or it, <laughs> burgled's with, a great word. I, it's I think a real it's, world. It's it, a real word. It really it's is. Real. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to bring it. I want to use it more often. Uh, so I've been very lucky. The one thing, and I will say, I'm not going to say it was stolen, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say I mishandled it, uh, and I never saw it again, and it just, to this day, really upsets me. I was seven years old. Oh, roughly okay. about seven years old. A little chipper. Yeah, I was... Sicily! No. Yes, <laughs> picture it. Sicily, 1908. Uh, I'm going to say this is about 1985-ish. Right. Uh, I, um, with my first year playing, uh, first or second year playing, uh, uh, T, uh, T-ball? Yeah, not T. We, we didn't have the T's, but we instruction. It was it was my first slow year playing. Pitch? Yeah, slow pitch. Like a dad throws the, the ball. The dad throws right, the ball. Yeah, right, yeah. We called oh. it pony league. And if oh, you were, and, but if you were bad enough, if you struck out enough times, they would bring out uh, the, the T. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And then I think that happened to me once, and I, was I heard mortified. if you were really bad. The stepdad would leave. I mean, the dad would leave, and they bring a stepdad. That's actually, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's really, yeah, it's, it's really disheartening. Yeah, right. So, um, but I, I left a members-only jacket Ooh. at the field. But here's, here's the kicker. Yeah. I had a, I would say it was about a six-inch square, a relatively big <laughs> patch, like the thick patches that almost were made out of like carpet material. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was an MTV patch where it was like M- yeah, music television, yeah, the yeah. big M with the TV. Right. Where, yeah. where would a young chip get that? That's that's. Like I a... literally, I think I got it at a yard sale, oh, and I asked my mom, and she stitched it onto the the back of a members only jacket. Yeah, yeah, she and stitched I, it on the the back of a members only jacket. I was people, I was like, seven. How cool! People are like, first of all, this guy's a member of a pretty exclusive right. club. Members only, only, members, yeah. only right. and the club happens to be an MTV club. an MTV club. Yeah. Wow. For a seven-year-old, it was the coolest thing, and I left it. I must have like left it, and it just never. And you, there's a lost and found and everything, but somebody yeah. obviously saw this and said, "This is a keeper," and they decided to keep it. So I never saw. It. But the the saddest part was I hated baseball. I, I was never a baseball fan. <laughs> I was never good at it. It's because it's boring, maybe. I kept going back every week, Aww. hoping that I would see the Didn't members see only the jacket. jacket. So never did. Oh, yeah, yes. never That's did. A heart tugger. Right yeah, there. it gets you. Wow, Club MTV jacket. Yeah, yeah. Greg, I'm guessing you have something a little more impactful, powerful, something stolen so, from you. That I would say something think. along the lines of, like, let's say, some sort of marble statue or a <laughs> uh, or a small yacht. Small yacht, yeah. yeah I lost a yacht in uh, Sandy. Captain's, Captain's yeah, yacht. Yeah. yeah, no, um, I too lost a, a memorable jacket. Okay. Um, so I grew up near Seton Hall University. I was the biggest Seton Hall Pirates basketball fan. And if you can imagine, 14... So when I graduated high school, I was the shortest boy in my grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? It doesn't look it now. No, no. no you're six, eight, six, seven. So yeah. I was always like the super, the smallest kid. Right, right. So imagine a 14-year-old white nerd mm-hmm. wearing a big puffy blue Seton Hall Pirates starter jacket nice. yeah. all over West Orange mm-hmm. High School. That thing got ripped out of my locker. My locker door oh. ripped off. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just to do a ripped just, off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could just you could kind of do whatever you want in my in my yeah, high yeah, school yeah. and everything. But and then it's probably in your high school you'd just be like the next day you see the guy wearing it. You're like, I well, was looking to see who. Right. I was actually looking to see what hoodlum had stolen. And my, yet you would never get yeah. it back from. You'd be yeah. like, that's my jacket. I know. Yeah. Okay. Good. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's heartbreaking, guys. I didn't realize jackets were were a big part a of your thing, lives. Yeah. Back I can yeah. only hope it went to keep someone warm. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah maybe was, it was also a, a big Terry DeHair fan. Terry DeHair. Uh, was your favorite Seton Hall player back then Andrew Gaze? Yes. Yes. He was the Australian The player, Aussie import. The Aussie import when they won, I believe, in 89. 89 when they lost in the championship game. game right. And a, la- a last-second shot yeah. from Romeo Robinson. Yeah. You you act like I don't replay that know, heartbreak I know, in my. I, but I just remember Andrew Gaze. I thought my whole life I was going to go to Seton Hall. Yeah, why didn't you? Um, well, it's, so when I started looking to colleges and everything, yeah. I, like I kind of didn't try in high school because I was like, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to Seton Hall. It's right. not hard to get in. <laughs> so hey, my um, dad went there. Well, it, I, it I mean, like, I know like eighty percent of my family. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, then I went to their um, like their open house thing they have. Yeah. And after five minutes, I like looked around. And I'm like, I am surrounded by people I've been trying to flee right, my whole life. life. <laughs> so you know what, Dad? I'm not going to Seton Hall. Let's just get lunch and go home. Instead, let me just go to a Catholic college in Philadelphia that accepts everyone, <laughs> and everyone's from the same eight high schools. So you know, like, and it's easy to get in. You know, let's just just send me there. I joke about St. Joe's where I went to, which, as Greg said, is basically the same as LaSalle. It's like I learned so much diversity. I learned about Irish Catholics and Italian Catholics. Yeah, wow. And, and it was just amazing. Yeah. It was like the whole, you know. You just, learned the difference between Somerton and Bustleton. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And, yeah. like, everybody's from Cherry Hill area. You know, yeah. It was, just, it was lovely. Yeah. So, so Eustace. Like, yeah, Eustace. Sure, Bishop Useless. <laughs> that was what they called themselves. Um, I wanted to get back to um, when you were talking about uh, mascots. Weren't we talking about mascots? Yeah, we are. Yeah, the Mountaineer. The Mountaineer. Mountaineers. I, yeah. I meant to mention my high school, I went to a St. Rose. We were the Purple Roses. I'm not lying. We really? The Purple Roses. We didn't have a mascot because no one could really yeah, dress up like as a, yeah, a rose. Yeah. For one year, we tried to have a seagull because we were, we were On the literally ocean two blocks from the sure. beach. So they made the world's worst. They spent a lot of money for a seagull costume, <laughs> and it looked like a chicken. Oh, and so no. it, it lasted two games. Everybody is like the St. Rose chicken. Feathers were falling off as the kids wearing it and stuff like oh, that. Oh, my God. Uh, Did but, you know who was in it? Uh, no, I don't know who was in it, but I do know they wanted the guy who was in it was from our sophomore year to our junior year, guy on our baseball team, one of my best friends, Pat Roddy, history of all the Roddy brothers were just the biggest like party drunk guys so Pat from like sophomore year would get drunk at every home game he'd run out and lead the cheers and then he would slide across the floor and the thing was like everybody knew he was drunk yeah even like the teachers but we all enjoyed the drunk the spectacle yeah Irish you know yeah, I don't know, 14, 15 year old there, and he was literally our mascot for like three years. Wow! So it's yeah. like drunk Pat Roddy. Yeah, right. Would you at your like convocation at your high school? Mm-hmm. Would you would you all be forced to sing the Rose by Bette Midler? No, no. Like, we some say love. We weren't forced. We just did it. Yeah, you just, yeah. It would just yeah, burst yeah. out like you always. Yeah, yeah, acapella groups. Like yeah. How did you? So now you played sports. What, what's no, no. I played soccer until sophomore year, and then I discovered drinking, and then literally, yeah, like drank. Like li- we spent every waking moment figuring out how we would get beer for the weekend, where we would drink it. Sure. And we were really good at it. I always should say. I wanted to write a script about like these kids in high school who weren't very popular, but all they did was drink and became more popular because they were really good at drinking and they held great parties. 
And then guess what happened at the end? Nothing bad happened. Right. Just good stuff. They yeah. get to good schools. Yeah. And they yeah. have great careers. Sure. You kind of thought of um, Superbad. Yeah. Yeah. Super, I mean, Superbad was so close to, like, the yeah. last two years of my high school. Yeah. Of just, like... Yeah, we, we would just spend, like, find the older brother who could get it. We, we'd each chip in, like, $3 on a Friday. Four of us would split a case of Bush. We were there for Friday night, go to the train tracks, drink, and then go to, like, a party somewhere where we were drunk. Where you were already we drunk. Were the fun guys. Yeah. yeah. And then the girls who were like, hey, do you have any more beer left? They were the fun ones. Sure, sure. And then there were the girls who would be like, oh, you guys are drunk. Get out of here, you dirty Belmar guys. Yeah. Because yeah. we were also... The high school was in Belmar, which is Dirty Belmar, and when there were a lot of rich communities around us, or the like kids. Kinton get... Falls. Well, yeah. it was Spring Lake, Spring Avon, yep. Seagirt, yep. like Manasquan, like a lot of really. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some moneyed areas around there. So I mean, yeah, you just made the gesture. I made the money sign. I made the money sign. Yeah, Chip, you went on tour recently. Yeah, I'll with, call it that. With uh, Wexler. Blake Wexler. Yeah, was it fun? Well, I haven't talked to you uh, in a while. Yeah. I know it's been a while. Yeah, I was. I've, I've been on the road. Uh, it was great. We did a couple of nights. We did. Uh, uh, the uh, the Northeast B tour, as we call it, we okay. did Buffalo, Boston, Bethlehem, and then came back and did Phoenixville. No well, bees in that one. What about Binghamton? What the hell? Oh, we yeah. missed Binghamton. Oh. We, we I know it, it was uh, we we didn't have Bronx. Our... We tried, we tried, and it just it just didn't work out. Wow. But we uh, we did we did do Philadelphia, which is the city of brotherly, brotherly love. So, no, I, so I think that didn't count. do Burlington, Vermont. Uh, we didn't do Burlington. No, no. no. But what we was know... your favorite spot at all your your. We at, of of all places, and they, and they were all actually great. We had, we had, we had a really fun time. We were in Boston. Uh, we did Great Scott in Boston, which is this great rock club. Yep, uh, great show. My uh, cousin said it was super yeah, I, funny. I'm so I'm so sad that I didn't I didn't realize. He, he's a shy boy. He really isn't. But um, he said the great part was it was really funny and it was early. He said like he, it was it's a seven o'clock show. We were done oh, by nine. Perfect. It was oh, that's exactly how I want comedy. Right, to that's be. exactly my, that's exactly how I want. It's my, my goes, I would go to more shows, comedy yeah. shows. It was like oh, right after work, grab dinner, seven o'clock show, home by nine. It would it, it was great. It was great, and then we we got to go out, and it it, it was it was amazing. I would have gone right back to the hotel if it was me because right. I'm just uh just. But you wanted man. to go hang out with some southeast down in Boston. Somewhere? We did, we did. No, we actually hung out with uh, we, we actually hung out with Blake's friends. We hung out with so it was. He had cause since he went to school there. Uh, he had one friend, and his wife was there. Very nice couple. Yeah. A lot of fun. He's a professional poker player. Wow. But the guy, just like very mild mannered guy, professional poker player. Right. Probably went to MIT. Right. One of those hard accounting yeah. guys. Did you beat up smart kids? Uh, yeah, we did beat up smart kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got girls' numbers on uh, napkins and then uh-huh. slapped them up against windows wow. and bars. How about yeah. apples? Yeah, yeah right. I did that. Uh, but no, but Blake was there with, and I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say but there was these two girls that he kind of knew from college. And they were just drunk and like kind of out of hand, and they were just high maintenance. And luckily, we so we had to deal with them for about an hour, and then we were able to. But their lovely Boston accents probably made it all worth it. They're not. For, they're from oh. the Philadelphia area. No one so is from. Just, I, I lived in. I lived in Boston for three years. And nobody. I, and no one is. No one has that accent. There. I guess it's because everybody went to school there, stayed yeah. there, and there's. No That's accent. why I, I didn't like. Did living. you ever venture venture into like Southie where people do? Talk Southie's about? like Southie's like fish like how Fishtown oh, okay. is now. Like it's like every it, you know like it's like um gentrified oh and, okay uh, but I, w- I went to Southie for the St. Paddy's Day parade which was as bad as it sounds yeah and um you just wanted to see the drop kicks and kind of I, I saw the Murphs you sure. know you know hitching <laughs> uh, uh, getting back to well it was like my one of the weirdest thing in sports it's um 
What's their they're shipping off to Boston? Yeah, song? yeah, like a lot of hockey players, hockey. Teams yeah, play you'll that. hear like an LA Kings game. Yeah, like, you, you know, yeah. like I'm like, and they just like that the the cadence of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know it's another huge one for hockey? Bro, him like Pennywise. Never get that feeling you can go on. Just remember the side it is you're on. You've got friends with you till the end. If you're ever in a tough situation, we'll be there, no hesitation. Brotherhood's our rule, we cannot bend. I have a great Pennywise. Greg and I listen to similar sure, punk yeah. bands like that. Terrible punk Terrible bands. Terrible punk bands. And I was at a Warp Tour, maybe the third year Warp Tour. I might have been at that same Warp Tour. This was in Asbury Park. Okay, I, was, I might have been there. This I might is have been pre there. when Asbury was like on the rebound. And Pennywise, I could give or take at a couple of their tapes. Um, they get out there and they're introducing Bro Him. And like, this is written for... Um, our friend who's no longer with us, the lead singer of Sublime, and I hate Sublime, and um, no one clapped. Uh. And, and, and then he's, and then the guitar player chimes in, what's the matter, you motherfuckers? I said this one's for, you know, Freddie. Brad Sublime. Newell. Brad Newell, Sublime, let's give it up. And you're like, you know, like people doing jerk off motions. And they are like, we will not play. Well, I'll stop playing right now if you guys aren't going to give it up for Bradley. And we're all, everybody's just like... <laughs> Boo! <laughs> shut up! And they begrudgingly like played it, and they were so angry after uh, they, they stormed off the stage. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm glad that everybody realized Sublime was a shitty band, and no one really got excited. They for They stuck to their guns. <laughs> That's yeah, what good for people, do. man. Good for people. I the first Warp tour I went to, I went to a few. Yeah, I've been to a few. <laughs> and um, the first one I went to was at Action Park. <laughs> Oh, and it was like, wow. um, and with your warp tour ticket, you could go on rides <laughs> all day. So I went on um, bungee cord jumping, yeah, yeah. and who went? Who was on bungee cords the same time I was? But the members of Fishbone. Wow, so really? Angelo, Angelo, Angelo and yeah, yeah. at all. Oh, and, that's awesome. Yeah, that was actually super. That was actually one of the better shows I've ever yeah. been to. You'll you'll appreciate this, right? Is um, all my friends I went with. They were like there was like a secret sideshow band that was gonna play during the same time as Fishbone, mm-hmm. and like no one knew who this secret big band was. And then word leaked who it was, and it was Sheltered, the Hare Krishna band. Shelter, Shelter, whatever. Yeah, no, no, ED, Shelter, Shelter. They're and currently, yeah, currently not. Yes, yes, yes. Ray, Ray Capo, Shelter, Ray, Ray Capo. Right, right. And my friends were all like, Shelter, oh my god! I'm like, you guys have literally seen Shelter six <laughs> times this year. Like it's really, it's really not that big a deal that Shelter is playing somewhere near New York City. You're, it's like you're in New Jersey. I saw the Bouncing Souls. I yeah. can't believe it. Oh my it. god, Bouncing Souls yeah. secret show. Yeah, oh, re- yeah, no, like they, they live there. They live right over there. They live on New Brunswick on Hanley Street. 
You can go find the Balancing Souls. It's it. not a secret show. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I saw Fishbone. How great is Fishbone Live? They're awesome. And it was awesome because there was a huge rainstorm yeah. happened right before. It was like Woodstock 95. Yeah. And so it was just a giant mud fight. Oh, the, oh wow. During Fishbone. That's great. And I was caked in mud. I had to go home like that. And um, it was great. I stopped at a Fuddruckers on the way home, caked oh, yeah. in Cakes disgusting in mud, yeah. mud and like people there looked at me like mud I was fuckers. A, like mud I was an fuckers. animal person yes dirty animal yeah. person um so that was Chip's tour I just wanted to like, yeah. touch yeah thank you yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm back, back in town yeah. back in town um, glad to we, have you we're t- we like to talk about upcoming runs and we have some fun stuff coming up and I have some um, some stuff for you okay did you get into Broad Street I did not get you into Broad Street. Son of a... I, you know, that was stolen from Ugh. me. That's the biggest thing that's been stolen from me. So you're doing it this year. Yeah, I haven't done it since 2009. I know. So, okay, my goal is to oh, do it. You son of a... Here's what happened. So, ba- basically... You, have you done Broad Street? A couple, just a couple of years. A just couple tormented years. people yes, with signs. I have done that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they accept 40,000 people. And the, the, so the thing is, is that they have this thing where you can run as a quote-unquote team. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, up to seven people, and if any of those seven people get selected, you all get the selected. The whole team gets in. None of us got selected. Kim didn't get in. No, none of us. So it was Kim, her brother, uh, our, our buddy Sandeep, uh, Johnny Goodtimes was in our group, uh, and so we, we. You guys get in every race. We get in every race. We did not get in. Goodtimes so, doesn't have that quizzo poll. Uh, you would, that he would think he would think he would. He he did it last year. So it is our goal this year to uh, we're we're training as if we're you're doing get, it, and, and hopefully get a bib. All right, because I was going to call for a Junk Miles uh, Bloody Mary meetup afterwards. I like think that Jen would be Miller, amazing. I have friends in this running club now. I, I will say I, I will definitely do, yeah, it, yeah, let's do it, it, whether or not I'm running or not. Uh, okay. But, but yes, I, I uh, my goal is to be running. Every year, the Broad Street and the New Jersey Marathon were the same day. So yeah. So we do the New Jersey Marathon. Where, where's that? Short? It's a good Jersey. one. It's a Long Branch. You start in Long Branch, up into Monmouth Beach. You run all the way down to Ocean Grove and back. Okay. It's a good run. They play Bruce the whole time. Of course they I, do. I dress up as Bon Jovi. It's just like, yeah. you know, you, did, you do things just to get in the spirit of it. Yeah. So that's Broad Street. I am doing it this year. I'm excited. Um, I'm also doing, I got into the Brooklyn half. My buddies who oh, live in New great. York say this is the most fun run in New York. Get in, so I'm gonna go up and pretend I'm like you know a New York person. That's I'm great. I'm gonna do the the Brooklyn half. Brooklyn half is run by the New York Roadrunners Club, which is this um, elite Roadrunners club. I mean anyone can join, but they manage all the races. And here's my problem: I run a few marathons. I know how to do a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yes. And in yeah. the past ten years, I've tried four times to get into the New York City Marathon. Sure. Right. New York Roadrunners Club runs it. This year. For the lot, you always got to put your name in the lottery. This year, there's no eleven dollar fee anymore. Okay, it's because they got sued because it was illegal. But they, they, they for three years they took my eleven dollars and didn't get in. So whatever, thirty three dollars. <coughs> you didn't I, join that suit? No, I didn't join the suit. But I'm like, this is my fourth time. I got to get in. Yeah, there's just no way. Guess who didn't get in for a fourth time? You got to be kidding me. Uh. So I'm completely done with the New York City Marathon. I will never do it. I'm never gonna do it. They won't let me do it. It's not like a choice. Right. So are so you, you gonna, you've been outfoxed by Roadrunners more than Wiley e. Coyote. Whoa. You know, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Are you going to so, – but if you do this 5K, is it 5K, the Brooklyn – Oh, no, it's the Brooklyn half, half marathon. That's 13.1 miles. 13.1 yeah, yeah. miles. What if you, what if you just looked really cool in front of the Roadrunners? 
Well, here's the deal. I think like that, that guy has yeah, like, good form. Right. Yeah. Right. If I, maybe if I do something like like really New Yorkish, so they think drink some PBRs. But yeah. yeah, maybe wear like a Yankees cap. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Dress as one of the warriors from the movie. Yeah, the I think that's yeah. your yeah baseball right. fury. Baseball, baseball fury. fury. Yeah. 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 Turnbull ACs. Maybe Go maybe Turnbull ACs. ACs. Yeah. The guys in roller skates and weird denim overalls who hung out in the subway. Yeah. 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 Maybe one of those. Right? Yeah. Do you think I didn't get picked for your marathon? Like, I'm really good looking, and it might be a distraction. Definitely, right? I think that I think that's definitely a possibility. Maybe it's your legs again. The legulator. They, they the legulator. They do not want to compete with those legs. <laughs> they don't want it, no part of legs lines. I can't. But it's just one of those things where people are like, "Oh, you run a marathon?" I'm like, "Yeah, I run." They're like, "Hey, have you done New York?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "You done Boston?" I'm like, "No, I'm done Boston." And so I'm just feel like I'm, I'm a failure. We're gonna get we're gonna get you in there. Okay, somehow. let's figure it out. Yeah. And then people are like, "Oh, you can run for a charity." I'm like, "Listen, I don't have time to raise three thousand dollars." It's a lot of money because we tried. You, you have to you have to put get three grand to run. Yes. Those, if you want to get into drawn. a charity, which is fine. I've run races. I've raised over five thousand dollars for a charity in Philadelphia two years, um, running for the homeless, um, for uh, back and back and feet. feet. Yeah. And I've done that, and I have no problem doing that. And I just raised that money, like, on my own. I didn't yeah. have to meet a goal. I just ran yeah. a lot. And You're I, known for your philanthropy. I yeah. am a philanthropist. I'm a benevolent munificence as part of who yeah. I am, right? People yep. know that. But I don't. St. Rose taught you well. St. Rose, when you're a purple rose. When you're a purple rose. Yeah, that's, are. yeah. I'm half seagull, half purple rose. There's no, thorn. <laughs> There's no thorns on that rose. So I just want to get, my question to you is, as two guys who really are used to getting what they want through hard, through <laughs> right, hard work, through dedication, dedication yeah. or maybe cheating, what's something that you've always wanted to do that's out of your hands that you can't do? Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you want, do you want to take a break and think about that? Yeah, yeah I got to run the bathroom, too. Yeah, I got to run the bathroom, We're going to take a regulator bathroom break. I'm going to play a song, too. I'm going to play a song by um, one of my favorite artists in the past... Oh, I know the answer. I know the answer. No, you don't, because it just it's be a little. This one of those kind of it's, it's a little sad, but um, one of one of my favorite artists, Carl Hendricks, passed away last oh, year. Yeah, I mean last month. Very sad. Um, awesome dude. I've been listening to him literally since the early '90s. Um, frequent guest of the show. Frequent guest. Uh, John Solomon, who was a guest of the show, he's been on uh, many things I've done in the past. He's a very good friend of John's. Um, John put out a lot of his music. I met Carl at his show about three years ago at the uh, Milk Boy. It's one of the best short sets I've ever seen. He ended with a Neil Young cover, which is amazing. He's one of my favorite guitarists. I hate guitar solos, but I love Carl Hendricks' guitar solos. So um, sadly, he passed away. He's only 46, I believe. Um, they're raising money. John Solomon on Comedy Minus One Records is putting out... Um, uh, compilation of his music done by other bands so check that out at comedy-one.com and I'm going to play a song it was the first Carl Hendricks song that I really just loved and I was one of those guys like you got to hear a song got to hear a song it shows his humor shows his cleverness it's a rocking song and when I tell you the name of it uh, Naked and High on Drugs um, from the album uh, for a while it was funny uh, you'll understand what a great person he was so here's Carl Hendricks
And we're back, people. Episode 7, Junk Miles, Chip and Jeff, and Greg, Greg Gethard here, who will be at Good Good Comedy April 28th, which is a Friday, correct? Friday, April 28th. And where is the theater? Uh, 11th and Race? 11th yeah. and yeah, uh, Roughly 11th and Race, yes. 11th Race. <laughs> how Chinatown. Would you get, how do you get tickets for this? You just uh... um, Tickets will be available on the on the website once we finish negotiations in terms of the picture size to put up on the website. And gotcha. what, t- what time is the show? My show is on at 8.30. 8.30. Perfect. Good time. Good time. Yeah. Show. And before that at 7 yeah, is yeah. My, my buddy TJ Hurley's show Justify My Love. Good man, TJ Hurley. Justify My Love. And that's at 7. 7. Is, will there be a guest on that show? With there him? there will be guests. I know some of the rumored names. Ooh, Rumor Central. Rumored names. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a rumor sound effect in. But I don't want to confirm. No, 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 no. What's the start out there? There's a rumored name of someone whose name has been mentioned on this show tonight, probably. Oh. Is that right? Oh, wow. Who has been a, a previous guest on your show? It's John Solomon, I guess. John Solomon. Yes, John probably. Solomon. John Solomon might likely. All right. Do this show. Fantastic. So you're saying. If I wanted to make a great night of April 28th, go to work in the city, stay there, grab yeah. dinner locally, yeah. go catch this show, which again is called Not Your Justify show. My Just, Love. Just My Love. Is it at the same theater? Same theater. Wow. Then you stay and you get regulated. You get financial yeah. advice. Then you yeah. get to go see Money Talks with financial guru Greg Gethard. Is it true? Which is being uh, helped out. A big, I would say, even dare say, co-written oh my goodness. by the man on the couch with me right now. I know a lot about money. I've heard reports. Rich Is it person. true you could take the average person, get them out of the improv class and into the... Get them out of the improv class right. and into the middle class. Wow. Or into the upper Our, class. Upper class. Yeah. Wow. wow. That, for average person, I mean, I'm not good at money. I don't know a lot about money. But you know a lot about improv. Yeah, so I'd probably just go and learn a couple things. It'd be a great night. Yeah, you pick up a couple of couple of tips. And, yeah, and you you as you'll you'll see you'll see your bank account. Wake up the next morning, your bank account will be large. I put in the um, description for the show. I put in the description of the show that's going to go on the website. If you attend this show, you will become a millionaire and die happy. <laughs> I love it. That is a good. That's very alluring to but, a person. Because it was like weird, right? So because like you know you're gonna get like. Eight couples of retirees. I hope right, so. Right, who are just like, yep. Mavis, I think it's time. You know, we had well, the, the nest egg. The planning. And, and the I, I saw on, on uh, Facebook there was an ad that was shared. And this guy looks like he knows what he's doing about money. He's given the, like that The look. number one person I want to go to, because I'm getting my, I'm taking MBA classes. Right. And I have a class this semester in financial planning. Uh-oh. Some and wealth management. Some wealth ma- It's an awesome class. It's yeah, a like yeah. super awesome class. And I want the professor to go so badly. Did, did you invite him? I've I've oh, told him about the show. I've told him about the show because he's the best guy. He's super weird and funny. <laughs> he's like a bow tied accounting professor. Sure. Beautiful. And he, he like he's super great guy. I want him to go to the show. If if nobody else comes, yes, but just, just him, I'll be you'll be happy. So happy. How about Chip? If we see him there, we all leave. I th- yeah, right? and we ask right. everybody because <laughs> you, know, cause you, right. would, you yeah. would know this sixty-year-old yeah. man yeah. in a bow tie, yeah. who yeah. likely who he is. Were you guys able to come up with something that you have not gotten that you want to get in life that's out of your control? I I have. What do you got, Greg? I more than anything, like seriously, more than anything, want to be a contestant on Survivor. Wow, 
which yeah. starts tonight. New season starts tonight. So I, I don't so think it's not gonna, gonna be, be this season, season exactly unfortunately. Yeah, well, this be. season is game changers. It's uh-huh. uh, in, like an all-star season of people who've t- taken big chances to win in the past. Okay. That may or may not. Are you going to put together a tape or reel? Yeah, I've been meaning to do this. Like literally, I have. I've written out my script. What I'm going to do. I'm. I literally. I do not know why I haven't done this. Are you going to go on it as Greg Gethard or as a character? Well, Are you thinking a about little bit of both. A little bit. Of, I think because I have, yeah. I, I have some gonna things I'm going to say. Yeah. I, well, I have three things I've come up with for this show. All right. One is I want to say one of the things I want to say is, well, I'm here to make friends. <laughs> You're just a lonely guy. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to win a million dollars. I'm really here to make friends. And and then when you leave, the mm. thing you have to say is. This is the last you'll ever see of me. Yeah, exactly. I'm completely done. I would do anything to see that. I was going to actually want to write something maybe for the uh, yeah. Financial Guru show about like a contestant on Chopped. Yeah. He's like, you're, no, this is it for me. That's I'm it. hanging yeah. up the knives. You'll never see me you're again. never going to see me again. Go back to my accounting job. And okay. uh, yeah, I have no social media, nothing to promote. I'm not going to be at Just, like a... Um, women's dollar drink nights hosting that yeah well that look thing. at that my 15 minutes is up <laughs> yeah i'm done hey yeah. i appreciate hey, it thanks thanks america and then another thing i want to say is i want to be america's sweetheart oh well yeah that's yeah i mean i think the trajectory you're on now 40 yeah, year old you man on the track. yeah <laughs> and then um my, but my main strategy listen to this foolproof that's survivor cool. strategy yeah when i get on Uh-oh. i tell everyone right away my name's like doug so when they vote me out, yeah. everyone writes down the name Doug, and then I'm like, "No, my name's Greg." Wow. Yeah, and it's that a totally loophole. throws it's a it up. Yeah, I think right. legally that that would hold up. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Chip, what about you? Anything? Uh, you look like a guy who pretty much has whatever he gets, what, whatever he wants. Wow, your eyesight must not be very good. No, it's not. It's better. Yeah, okay, good. it's uh, <laughs> uh, you. The one thing I would, I, I have a big picture and a, and a smaller picture uh, of who. Uh, no, of... Oh, oh, I thought you meant like a big picture of Carmen Electra and a small one. Well, I do. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Yasmin Bleef. Oh, Yasmin Bleef. Sorry. Uh, I, uh, the, 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 the big picture... I would love to be on TV sometime yeah. uh, t- telling my stupid jokes. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, doing, that's doing a late night very, show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I That's think. not like out of the realm that's of possibilities. That's yeah. not out of the realm of possibilities. No, yeah. I want yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, one thing that I, I just... I yearn for and I find myself thinking about this more and more and getting sad about it and this is just a nostalgic yeah. thing that maybe someday we'll be able to go back to but we can't and this is just so trivial but I miss the days like on a Friday night where I could walk in to a blockbuster video or some sort of video store and just and just browse yes and look at every movie and pull them out and 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 go and Netflix has switch all, those tapes just, around. Switch the tapes around. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Put yeah. Put like showgirls in where like yeah, the bear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you, we did uh, about two months ago. There's still a video store in Ardmore, and Kelly and I and the girls went to it. Yeah, and we did that. I worked right a, behind how it. Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I know where it is. And yeah. a really nice guy. It was fun. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, you know. And they had a decent selection. Yeah. They had a good kid selection, but there are just certain movies that you're just like. Oh man, I'd see the Dark Crystal again. I sure. Didn't think about that, and there it right, is. Yeah. Right, yeah, and it's right there. And and I just feel like with with all our modern conveniences, with it, it just doesn't have that same. It, it because the movies aren't put right there in front of you on a shelf where you can actually go and touch them and say, oh, yes. I haven't seen Moving Violations for 20 years. <laughs> yes. I want to watch Moving Violations. Yeah. Honey, or, cool running. Should we? Should we? Yeah. Can we? Please, can we get a double? I remember prior to this trip. Years ago, I remember the last video I rented 
uh, at a store and how disappointed my wife was. I don't even know why. It was the movie about the girls who worked at a bar who danced on a bar. Coyote, Coyote Ugly. Ugly. Yeah, I don't even know why I got it. I, I, oh, I saw that opening night in the movie theater. God. Name a movie you've seen opening night in a movie theater. Like you were so excited for a movie. Right? I was not excited oh, to no, see I, this okay. movie. Uh, uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Wow. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead's movie. Uh, nice. Oh, yeah. Kelly and I nice. like waited in a huge line. Really? We, that was, yeah. I go to I go to like zero movies. Yeah, like, I have no yeah, interest in movies. The last two movies I've seen in the movie theater. Ace the, Ventura. No, no, oh, no. Okay. The last three movies I've seen in the movie theater are one, The Accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I saw The Accountant. Was this a dare? Or was this a bet? It was. It was something akin to that. It was yeah. so because I like I. Like, it, like my here's a thing I I, I would want to do that I will never do is throw acid in Ben Affleck's <laughs> eyes. Like, I, like, hate him so much. And, yeah. like, when I heard about he's an autistic accountant yeah. on the run, it was like... He's also I, military trained. Yeah, military. Like, ranger. Um, right. So that was movie one. Number two, uh, Entourage in the movie. Yeah, I could see well, that. Yeah, yeah, I could see Because yeah. I was going to call you. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my, my thing was, is I was actually going to call into oh, the best that, show. That's right, yeah. yeah. While watching Entourage. <laughs> Whoa. But I could, like the timing wasn't working out, and then I was going to call Chip. Yeah. And just talk during the movie on, yeah. on the phone. Oh, that'd be great. Good Chip. Now, now, Turtle, right now, he's in a store, and he's... Yeah. And then movie three is uh, Taken 2. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, and yeah. I hadn't seen Taken One. Well, there's a TV series coming taken. out, and do you know what? Every week his daughter gets taken every week, and yeah. he has to get her back every single week. No, I got an idea. I'm how just about, guessing. I don't. I know. How, about, how about keep your daughter on a, a, a closer <laughs> sure. leash? Yeah, yeah. That's what... yeah. Don't wander around uh, third world cities. I don't know. It sounds I, great I'm having, and it's maybe just my old getting older. I have a real tr- problem going to see a movie in the movie theaters anymore. I love the movie theater. I love the yeah. experience. People just talk too much. People are horrible. And the people are just awful. And I just want to be like, look, I just want to say something. I want to stand up yeah. before the movie starts. It's like, look, nobody be an asshole. Yeah. I just, let's say everybody, let, let's just not let's do just this. not do this. And people people still do it and it's gonna like it'll ruin ruin the movie for me. I was at the movies on Sunday. I only Go to the theater to see kids' movies. Right. And the, thing, the key is, go two or three weeks after the movie's out, everyone's seen it. Right, yeah. yeah. Sunday, 4 o'clock, Norbert's movie theater, there was one other family and us, and it was awesome. That's the best. Yeah, it was great. What did you go see? What did we see? Uh, oh, we saw Lego Batman. Oh, how was it? I heard it's great. It was good. I think yeah. Lego Movie was so great. Uh, I thought it was, I'll say it was very good. It wasn't as ingenious or as funny, but. It busted on Batman enough. Uh, there was a very cute story with Batman and Robin. Will Arnett did a good job. Definitely a, a good rental. Doug Benson was uh, Bane. Oh, I did not know that. He was the voice of Bane. Oh, my yeah. God. So they just kind of threw a little bone to mm-hmm. it. Uh, who was on your... You were recently on Doug Loves Movies. Yes. <laughs> Who's Mark Wahlberg? Um, I guess I can say... Uh, the, His name is Mark... Uh, it, it's uh, Daniel Van Kirk. Daniel is, Van Kirk is uh, a really funny comic. Oh I think God. he's like a UCB guy from LA. He's, he's out in LA. I know. I just met him uh, that last weekend. He was great. So funny. He, so funny. You want to hear Mark a guy Wahlberg. just do a great Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg? Not only just do, but just he just heightens it. So he much. heightens it, and, and the responses he gives were so naturally. Like if you heard Mark Wahlberg give these responses, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg." 
but he's so full of like confidence and bombast you're in that kind of like hey, over like, the top oh, art so, water. it's yeah. so funny yeah really oh, he's really great. funny yeah, really nice guy yeah awesome hey uh, I have this is a Philly thing that I think you guys will love like I'm always like the two worst things in Philly like whether it is wing ball or, or mummer's braid always back and forth I'm like yeah oh, oh, but something just came up and I know you two are cannot be fans oh can I yeah just, I, I think I know what yeah. it is what just what just happened and it's going to continue to happen and, yes, the next next week up until at least the 17th oh uh, the shuttle yeah the air yeah, express oh, put a bullet in me <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm going to make it I'm going to make an announcement on this show right now yeah, that yeah. might shock and appall all of our listeners yeah I actually took part in that when I was like 22 yeah, years sure. old. Everyone no, has. Everyone uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope that I wasn't terrible. I don't think I was, but uh, it's 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 the it's the worst. Uh, luckily, I was out of town for most of the day, yeah, and so yeah. I just totally avoided it. Yeah, I was just yeah. I, like I can't, and I know every city has their like Air yeah. Expresses, and it's probably just worse in Boston or any other city. But like, if I had to put together a list, so I had the three. Mummers, Wingbull to me, you could not, unless you went to a prison yard, you could, <laughs> not, you could not assemble a bigger bunch of miscreants yes. in one spot without, maybe if you did the thing where there's all criminals are on the loose and you call them up and be like, hey, you won $1,000, come pick it up yes. here, and that's what yeah. you do, you get all the people to come there, like that kind of police scam, Yeah, right? Like that wing bolt to me. What, is... what if? What if the day in the distant future, mm -hmm. the day when they decide, just like they took down the Spectrum, mm -hmm. they take down the Wells Fargo Center <laughs> with during wing bolt, during wing bolt, they don't, they they don't, don't tell, tell them, and they then they just they just bring it down. Can you imagine yeah. the the crime rate and the not even the crime rate, but just the. Uh, uh, just, just the, collect, the collective gasp of everyone else in this. The collective. Ah, yeah. yeah. This feels good. This yeah, feels good just the today. rubble is just, just settling. Smoldering. The smell of death. Oh, look who's coming down, guys. Hey, hey buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, we have a geriatric dog. This is my dog, Winslow. Hey, Winslow. Smell him to see if there's any treats. You know, um, down hey, here. He won't fully come down the stairs because he's very old unless he knows there's a possibility of a num-num. Oh, uh, he's... Um, he doesn't really like pretzels. What kind of... Can I, is Maybe give him a piece of, uh, of pita bread. See if that... Piece of pita he'll bread? He'll probably... He loves cheese. I don't think he likes uh, feta cheese. Yeah, so. so here, here's a question along those yes. lines. What do you? No. What sounds like a worse Asbury Park event? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I I, okay. I, all right. Santa Con. Yep. Or a zo or zombie. Any zombie. Zombies. Any zombie zombies. run. Zombie fest. Zombie run. Okay. Yeah, that's Asbury's thing. Zombies. Like, zombie Be things. Yeah. Because yeah. At my the arc Asbury is on. Right, because when we were when we were kids, when yeah, we were younger, it, it was, it was a, hell the, a hell hole. It was scary. And if you if you went to see a show at the Stone Pony, you'd have to pay bums not to destroy your yes, car. Yes, exactly right. All right, just a, a nightmare. Um, my favorite show I saw at the Stone Pony was Guar. Yes, oh, I've wow. seen Guar at the Stone Pony, and which uh, people tried to fight Guar. Yes, that's and, <laughs> and uh, my friend Chris knew some of the people who tried to fight Guar, and asked them like, "Why did you try and fight Guar?" And the response was, "They're trying to conquer Earth." It's true, which is like <laughs> my favorite thing I've ever heard. That's amazing. So that that this the line. Um, oh, you know my friend. Which one? The one who tried to fight Guar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Oh, 
This is my husband. I'd like you to, can you tell him about the time you and your friends Prince tried to fight Guar? Tried to fight Guar. First of all, no one could beat Guar. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Even, yeah, out, of, even out of their costumes, they're pretty formidable. Yeah. In their costumes, very, very. Completely hard to yeah, hard yeah. to get to. You're not going to. Yeah. You're, you're going to yeah. get beaten over the head yeah. with one of their giant uh, uh, spiked yeah. penises. Anything but, else. But, Jeff, has Asbury. I love Asbury. You love it. It hasn't annoyed you yet. No, it hasn't got too annoying yet. My family, we love everything. Like we, we have a house in Belmar, and yeah. we were there a lot in the summer. And our favorite thing to do is go to Asbury, um, walk up and eat on the boardwalk, eat at uh, the Mexican food place there, right on the boardwalk. Go to the arcade. Okay. Play mini golf. Yep. Go into inside convention, convention hall yep. they have all the nice little the, stores nice little coffee shop oh it's great I mean and, and Chip and I we, we did an episode we ran yep. Chip it's a lovely oh, yeah, run yeah, we yeah, ran yeah, from yeah, Belmar up to Asbury, Asbury and, 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 didn't we love Asbury and that was my first time ever in, at any of those places you play uh, you go to Silver Ball I didn't get a chance to go to Silver I, Ball we were at Silver Ball a couple times this summer it's yeah. a I don't think I don't know what could happen to it to turn it into a nightmare like it, I think what it is to me is that every time I've been there, I've seen at least two people on needlessly long skateboards. Yeah. <laughs> like extra long skateboarding. I think that the beauty of it to me is it's uh, way. I mean, I would rather deal with that annoyingness than, oh, okay, I I have to go to a grand jury now. Yeah, yeah. Like Asbury. No, they're. The thing is, like in Belmar, you have a, a good amount of Guidos, but most of them, there's not as many as used to be. Seaside Guidos. Asbury has such a, a diversity of people, which is beautiful. There's a huge gay community. Yeah. There's a huge, like, just um, different uh, people from different ethnic backgrounds are all there, and none of them seem to be, like, Guido y looking for fights or raising hell yeah. everybody's there to just kind of enjoy the spirit and it's almost like like pristine fun like pristine goodwill right now like a bon homie where everybody's just like we're here to have fun and as, as you say it's great people watching there's like I don't know like if you go to any other town north like Spring Lake Seagirt it's just very white bread yeah no minorities you know like they raise the badge prices so people can't afford it yeah you know and and that to me is disheartening. Where Asbury just does a great job, so I'm hoping it stays that way. Great bands coming. There's the Wonder Bar, which is awesome. Where we, uh, me and you saw, yeah, saw um, the, Gary the Squirrel, Gary the Squirrel, um, Ted Travelstead, mm-hmm. and Kurt Braunholler. Kurt's right. set that night was one of the funniest. I, I literally laughed, I, wait, laughed Ted, so hard. Ted Travels, the Twitter Trump- guy. Yeah, yeah. Charles said Trumpet Cake. Trumpet Cake, yeah. He opened up. Oh, yeah, we saw him. We saw him. Wait, I yeah. didn't realize he was a comedian. Yeah, he is. He's oh, one of my he's so funny. He's, he's one so of my funny. favorite Twitter Tell people. He did this bit about like his job, like about how his boss treats him at work. Yeah. And it, I like was like, I can't believe I heard this come from someone Ted is the he's the nicest Swedish he's such a nice I'm, he's such a good guy his and watch a good shout out is watch the new show Making History okay. on Fox at 9.30 Ted writes for it now does oh, he oh that's yes. great uh, he wrote for a while for um, good show it was only on two seasons the guy who was the little guy in Lord of the Rings cute little Frodo guy you know he had a show on FX where he had like an animal that came to Wilfred. Life. Wilfred. Yes. Ted Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood is Elijah that Elijah Wood? Wood, yeah. Ted wrote the last season that. Did he? Okay, yeah. And now he writes for um 
making uh, history. Making history. Okay. And the executive writer producer is Julia Sharp, who's really funny. Okay. I saw the the debut so episode. So inside, are, are, am I on um inside a the, running podcast or Hollywood handbook? It's here? a little of both. You know what I mean? Like I think we could go either way. Chip and I could go full on running. Yeah, we can. Or yeah. it basically like be another how to Hayes make and it, Sean. How to make it in Hollywood? How to make it in Asbury Park? How to make it in Winwood? Yeah. Roxborough. <laughs> Winwood, PA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how to so make many, it in? How to make it in life? How to make it in life? <laughs> Um, yeah, so guys, we're going to wrap it up soon. I think wrap, it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Um, I want to give a, speaking of, I don't know if we were talking about it on or off the air in between, uh, you mentioned Chip, the, the Barkley Marathons, which I believe we yes. mentioned before on here. Great documentary about running. On Netflix right now, there's a simple one called Magnus. It is fascinating because I know nothing about chess. Okay. Right? Oh, this details, chronicles the life of this, I think he's Finnish or Swedish, kid named Magnus from when he was six and now when he's in his 20s, he's the greatest chess grandmaster ever. Really? Wow. And he's like a normal kid, good looking, really nice, very sweet family. Kind of like me growing up. Very chip-esque. He yeah. wears members only <laughs> jackets with like the Swedish equivalent of MTV. Of MTV yeah. 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 Right. Um, and it's it's fascinating. Like, you don't have to know anything about chess. You just have to know, like, they show how his mind works. And he's just like, well, I always go up normally about 100 moves ahead. And the thing that fascinated me was he had, he went to Yale, and they had 10, like, not grandmasters, but masters in the area. They're all, like, professors, chess masters. They line them up. They All the boards. Each guy makes his first move. This guy, Magnus, looks at each of the moves, turns around, faces, they blindfold him. He has to memorize every board. So the first guy goes, and they're like, oh, number one guy moves here to here. He's like, okay, I move here. Next guy, never moves here. He memorizes all the boards and beats everyone like that. And this is the whole idea of, like, he just has the mental makeup that he can handle numbers the way you need to handle them. And the best part is he goes against this other guy who, who spent years creating computer programs based on all these knowledge on how to beat Magnus. Really? So he's like, I know every one of Magnus's moves, and based on all my computer programs and the algorithm can figure out what moves I should make. And I memorized all these ways that I can beat him. And he had a team of people building a computer just to beat Magnus. Does he beat Magnus? You'll have to see. Uh, we're going to have to watch the movie. Cliffhanger. It's great. Magnus, it's on Netflix. Give Greg your password. I'll give you your password. password. Yeah, give me, give me I can password just give you my password yeah. out, 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 out on yeah, air, out, out, and then everybody right, can just right, take right. and listen it's, to it. Um, yeah, it's, it's chip members only, only chip jacket, capital J, and then two dollar signs at the end, right? Yes, okay. always two dollar signs at the end. Uh, Greg, do you have anything to shout out? Anything you want to promote besides we're the big good good comedy show? Um... Yeah, no. Um, uh, I'll tell you uh, what I uh, one thing that I recently watched that I would like to plug. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is, uh, you know, I know you're into your fancy pants documentaries. Yes, I love them. Uh, Nothing depressing. I like only like, uplifting, uplifting, mm-hmm. uplifting. Or weird, right. Uh, I'm gonna say that um, I prefer to watch uh, utter garbage yes. on Netflix. Sure, yep, I watch garbage also. Um, so I, I just want to say. Um, Big fan of the uh, the last uh, the new season of Degrassi. Is it good? Oh, okay. uh, it is. Uh, it is. Um, you've never seen a high school quite like. <laughs> I mean, is that the tagline? Yeah. Degrassi, the new season. Degrassi, you've never seen Degrassi, a high school. Why would you like this? Degrassi, why would you want to send your kid to a school where their chances of 
being murdered, impregnated, uh, impregnated. Right, yeah, right. yeah, uh, are through the roof, through the roof. Nice. Yeah. What is it? Season four hundred. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's um, been around. it's like this because there was Degrassi when we were kids. Yes, when yeah. you skate home from school right. on PBS, mm-hmm. and then there's Degrassi Next Generation, right. which is the past few years. I got really into that. And now there's like next next generation. Yeah, this one they're in outer space, right? This is where this they're on a spaceship. Right. Will, Will, space. Will Wheaton's there. Patrick right. Stewart. Right. They're, yeah. They're just traveling around space school. Yeah. It's Degrassi space school. Do you remember? Space I probably may be the only person to remember this. The Voyage of the Mimi. No. Oh. Um. That there was a show. That there was a teen drama. Stop making up. In like '95, '96, called Breaker High. That was about high school on a boat. It oh, sounds, sounds for, good. Wait, wait, but which is go, like which is different ports? Wait, which is very similar to the Voyage of the Mimi. Uh, the well, Voyage um, of the Mimi was a I don't know if it was PBS or it was I don't even know if it was on television or they just shot it to show in schools. But it was this series of short episodes. I believe they were short episodes. Maybe they're half hour. I think they were like fifteen minute episodes of this small crew, this old man who was this sea captain, and he went out and they did experiments for and we would watch them in our sixth grade oceanography class but uh <laughs> what so it was like the old man i think it was his grandson and then there was like a couple of crew members uh but the grandson who was like 13 or 14 at the time was played by your favorite actor a young ben affleck, ben affleck. wow it was like wow. his, his maybe his first role or one of his first roles a young ben affleck you can i'm sure you can pull it up on youtube the voyage of the mimi so we have one more. Chip, do you have a shout-out? Anything you'd like to uh, recommend for the masses before we end uh, episode seven? I'm very excited to uh, listen to the rest of this Hiccup album. I've only yes. heard the yeah. one track. Oh, my God, it's, yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, this one track is, yeah. is right up my alley, so I'm, I'm very excited about Hiccup, that. Yeah, and uh, also, if you like the music of Hiccup, you would probably also like the, mu- the music of the band The Unlovables. Yes. Which is um, my sister-in-law's other band. Mm -hmm. Whoa, two bands. Two bands. Very fancy. And uh, funny, quick little story about about these two bands. Uh, My parents, they have a winter house near Disney World. So uh, they were going to play, uh, both bands went on tour together. Yeah. Right. And they were going to go play Fest. Yes. Which is a big punk rock festival. Yeah. 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 Oh, they wanted, did they stay there? They stayed at my parents' house, and did then they're they doing some other shows. No, my parents were there. They oh. didn't tra- it's all like, all these guys are like old dorks. Did your parents go to Fest? My parents did not go to Fest. What if your dad was just like in a painted black t-shirt? Yeah. Like, yeah. Fest. Yeah, yeah, that would be the, awesome. the greatest. No, but they stayed at my parents' house, right? Yep. And there was some show in Orlando that night at some like, I don't know if it was a squat or like you know it was like yeah, a yeah. house show, yep. basement punk show in Orlando, and the bands almost did not make it because in true punk rock fashion, they had all gone to Disney World that day, <laughs> and they were on some ride. I think um, they were in Epcot on some ride in Epcot, and there was a massive power failure. Oh no! So they were stuck on this ride. For like four hours, all these tatted up. Punk yeah, there's like punk hit. Yeah. yeah, like these like punk dudes were stuck in like <laughs> some awesome. Epcot ride, and then they were like, they had their phones, <coughs> and they were like texting like the people putting on the show, like we're stuck, <laughs> we're stuck in the Mexican. This is not a bit. Epcot. It was the really most <laughs> punk thing to ever. Yeah, have. it's so entertaining, <laughs> so hilarious. I would have loved it if your parents did go to like like an Iron Cheek show. 
uh, you know, at, at Fest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the back of a pizzeria. Yeah. We were just eating there, and then um, we where my tried... my dad's actually in the Marked Men. What's that? You know the band, the Marked <laughs> Men. They wear like ma- they wear like Lucha Libre masks. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that is your dad. Yeah, my you dad's actually that. a bass know, player right? in a Austin, Texas-based novelty pop punk band. Awesome. Well, Gregulator, Chipulator, Legulator, we're going to call it an end to episode Chevin, as it now will be known. Forever. Episode Chevin with uh, Junk Miles, Chip, and Jeff. So make sure you check uh, Greg out at Good Good Comedy on the 28th. Chip, you have a bunch of upcoming shows. Yeah, just check me out at chipchantry.com. Chip Follow Chantry. me on Twitter at chipchantry. Excellent. And uh, I have nothing coming up. I'm cleaning, I have the next two days off, I'm cleaning out my shed. That'll be great. Um, it'll be great. You know, I'll post pictures. That's fun. Yeah, I'll post yeah. pictures. People will be into like it. Like an iron rake or two, probably. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a good time. Live stream that, man. Yeah, yeah we'll Periscope. Perisco- I will Periscope and Facebook video uh, me doing some shed work. Shed work with Jap, new podcast. Thanks, guys. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean, earn your keep. Regulators! Mauna! It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC, on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you skirts know what's up with 213. So I hooked select on one and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers pulled some gas, so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm on glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked.